This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Wednesday, Brigade. What is up? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, late night Dave. We're going to call it Dave today. It's like it's, late night for you. It's only, it's only Wednesday. Is it, <laughs> is it really only Wednesday? I thought it was Friday. Dave's it's only Wednesday. I'm the Bostonian Matt Peralta live on YouTube and Twitter every oh. single day. Bostonian versus the book at Boston versus the book on Twitter. The show is always pinned to the top of that account. So if you're ever looking for the show live or afterwards, get it there. Audio podcast, wherever you get your audio podcast, sports grid TV on the replay overnight. Dave with the late night G2E last night. Yeah. So how was G2E for you? I had dad duty, so I couldn't go have fun. You've been running around having fun this week. I don't know if it was fun. You enjoy. Um, come off of it. You enjoy I'm, it. Don't I'm, lie. It's, it's. I mean, I enjoy talking to people. I yes. really enjoy. I really enjoy listening to all these experts. There's so many people here that know stuff. It's great. <laughs> I'm. I'm learning something every every conversation I have. I'm just learning. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting. It was, I, I met a lot of people from all different parts of the world. Mm. And um, it was uh, it was fun because um, a lot of people were watching. They're not saying they're watching. They may not be tracked, but uh, a lot of people were watching the journey. And um, it's uh, it's really interesting. Like well, we like appreciate it, obviously. Go, yeah, we appreciate it. We, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's it's a good use of my word. Interesting, <laughs> interesting is a very good is a very good use of the word. Yeah. So. Let me ask you this. I mean, you mentioned about, you know, meeting people and talking to people, you know, did you learn anything? Cause the one thing that I learned yesterday at the panel that I was on and Wayne Kimmel, who is from 76 capital, great to yeah. see him again. And he like proclaimed it as fact. And I was like, huh? He proclaimed that Amazon is going to be a book yeah. as fact. He uh, goes, well, Amazon's going to be a book. Yeah. I, I looked down that way and I was, <laughs> I saw your reaction. It was priceless. I was waiting. I was like, yeah, that's a fact. Amazon's going to be a book. Like not like hypothetically, they might go down that road. But they, no, Amazon's going to be a book. Okay. Um, when, <laughs> because if that's true, that's true. Like he kept on bringing up the Amazon example of like how a sports betting app should be like Amazon. It should be intuitive. It should know you inside and out. Right. And I was right. just like, it's a little bit different with betting than it is with buying toilet paper, but okay. Like <laughs> it's like, it's a little different experience, a little different, you know, people yeah. are going to be more okay with giving you information versus yeah. not. But do you do you believe that the Amazon's going to be a sports book? Because I have my reservations. He would know more than I. He's in the investor space, so he would talk to the people who would be funding a sports book. But like, 
do people want Amazon sports betting? <laughs> These are all very good <laughs> questions. You asked a lot of questions there. Um, <laughs> why would Amazon want to be a sports book? I don't know. The margins are so low. It's, I, I, it's like they make so much more money doing everything else. The only thing I can think of is just like they're like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Like, like we, we, we do everything else. Let's just, we'll just be a book. Like, <sighs> it, it's just like another tier. Like, I don't think they'll like be like an active, like, we want to be, you know, going up against FanDuel and they're like, you know, because fanatics coming into the space while we were all at G2E yesterday in New York. Fanatic CEO comes out and says, we're launching in January. Like he comes out and just like drops a hammer on the mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. Because Fanatics, if in case you don't know, Fanatics over the last five years has had the rights to NHL, MLB, NFL, and NHL, NBA. NBA, and NBA. All of the sports teams, team stores, almost all of them are run through Fanatics. And all the championship gear is sold through Fanatics. So if yeah. you've purchased anything from Fanatics online or in person over the last five, six years, they have your email address. Meaning when they go and launch a sports book, everybody wants the list. <laughs> Their list is bigger than anybody else's list. They've got the list to go and market to mm-hmm. when they come out of the gates. So they that do. was like, that was the ground shaking thing. They want to compete with FanDuel and DraftKings. They want to be the third, you know, leg in this. And it puts BetMGM and Caesars and William Hill and these people think on notice that here comes a you know really big you know monster into the space. I don't think Amazon wants that war. Do you? Do you think they want to go into that? The kids they always like to hear people talk and stuff, and the kids like to say, "I've heard them say, you don't want none of that smoke, right?" <laughs> Amazon don't want or need none of that. Smoke. I mean, maybe they do though, Dave. I don't, I'm not saying Wayne's wrong. I'm, I'm just no, saying. I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong. I kind of went like, you saw me on the panel. I kind of like, well, Amazon was waiting for you to say something. You did very good because you look like you were going to get out of your seat for a second (laughs) when he said it. Then you did the, then you did the whole lean back. (laughs) You did the little lean back, which was, which I thoroughly enjoy. I, I'm not even lying. He was talking and I was staring at you (laughs) because I was going to go stop. Stop! You saw you you saw in my you saw I my, was <laughs> thinking when he said it, I thought the same thing you thought, and I could hear you without you weren't saying nothing. I'm like, don't 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 give him the mic. Don't don't <laughs> let him talk. Don't because Wayne Wayne got a lot of money behind him. Wayne's doing a lot of things in the space. Wayne, you know, it was not the time or the place to say. Did you just say Amazon's opening a book? When? How? Why? With who? <laughs> what platform? How do many bets again? What, what? Like it was. What state? Your, what jurisdiction? Your mind was. Yes. It was. It was <laughs> tremendous because you were thinking everything I was thinking, but you were up there with that microphone. Because he was like, "Why would Amazon pay that much money for Thursday night football?" And I was just like, "Because they have the entire audience captivated to sell their shit to them." Like right. that's what when you watch Amazon, you watch Thursday night football. The thing that has taken me aback every time is the number of ads for Amazon on the Amazon broadcast and it's to tell people about what they've got, how to buy it, where to buy it, what's coming up, what's new. I mean, right now there's this Amazon prime days that I'm guessing it's all leading up till tomorrow night to, you know, Thursday night football. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I believe. I think every ad tomorrow night in the Washington Chicago name game is going to be for this Amazon prime day, extra early Christmas shopping. If you can believe it. 
it's October the 12th and we're talking Christmas shopping. It's way too early to even mention that, is it not? I You didn't see my tweet. I was in Home Depot on September 30th. It was entirely decked for Christmas. They had pushed all the Halloween stuff out. I did see it. I, I didn't acknowledge it because I'm all like, Christmas bullshit. It's stop. all Christmas. Stop. I mean, like, seriously. <laughs> on September 30th, we're just going to skip Thanksgiving. Forget about Halloween. We're going right to Christmas on October 1st. Christmas is here. And it's Boy. such a hard sell here because it's still 100 in September. It's like, I don't want to see that now. I don't want to see that now. Just let me see some leaves changing. Yeah. You know, saw a couple of trees were just starting to change here by my house and stuff. It's great. Like, can I enjoy fall? We don't and have fall. It, Come on. We don't have fall. We have two for a couple of weeks. We have two but seasons I mean, here. We have winter or summer. That's all we have. Like, Fall's we like two weeks. Yeah, we don't it's, have it's like two weeks. There's Although I did have a big win today because I, I put this new picture up uh, in my in my walkway of Omaha. My friend Brad, Brad Williams, who's a phenomenal photographer for Omaha at Skyline. So I bought this photo and framed it and put it on my wall. Madeline said to me, does it snow there? And I uh-huh. said, yeah. Uh-huh. And she's like, I want to go this winter. Right. And I said, well, I'm going to a basketball game because Creighton University is going to be a top 10 team in basketball this year. I'm going to a Creighton game this year. Do you want to come? And she's like, yeah. I was like, I got a score. <laughs> I'm going to go, hold you to that. And she was like, no, I'll go to Omaha. Like, all right, because I'm going to do a little, I, I'm going to try to figure out, I don't know how I can get over to Iowa. I think it's going to Eastern Iowa is going to be too far, but I thought, I thought of trying to get over to our friends at the gym in Eastern Iowa at some point this, this basketball season, but I'm definitely going to Omaha for a game this year. There's no debate in that. So Maddie might Rommel be camp in the chat. He'll pick us up at the airport. Ronald camp is, is four hours from Omaha. No, you said Eastern Iowa. Oh, if I go that way. Well, that way I, th- I go, like I thought of like flying to Chicago and then driving to Omaha. So I drive across the entire length of the state of Iowa and stop, say hi to Bromel Camp, keep going all the way across to Omaha and then fly back to Vegas from Omaha. Allegiant flies out of both. Allegiant flies Vegas to Des Moines and Vegas to Omaha. Did you say drive? Yeah. Because there's no way, there's no other way. Like where Eastern Iowa is, where Iowa City is, Iowa City is really between Des Moines and Chicago. So, like, you did to pick which one you want to go to. So, you fly to Des Moines, you're can't driving you, east. Why can't you just then fly to the next place and then fly home? What do you mean? You you fly from Cedar Rapids, Iowa to Omaha? It's like a puddle jumper. Like it's going to be like a literally like a five person plane to fly from to Cedar Rapids or Iowa City to Omaha. Those flights don't exist. (laughs) No one does that. Nobody flies that. You drive that. You can fly Des Moines to Omaha if you want, but that's fly from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh. That's 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 five hours. That's because there's a major metropolitan areas. We're talking about a a city and a state with more cow, more pigs than people. That's Iowa. Yes. (laughs) You say some crazy shit. It's true. There are more pigs in the state of Iowa than people. I will stake my life on it. It's their claim oh to fame. God. It's it's like basically on like their like one of their running like things. It's true. come to Iowa where there's more pigs than people. I I, I googled it. It's like five to one. <laughs> See, hundred <laughs> percent. Five to one. Yeah, that's a lot of pigs. <laughs> yeah, where do we get our bacon from? That's why Iowa, I, obviously. Uh huh. 
Iowa is the bacon state. So they have bacon everything in Iowa. Go to the Iowa State Fair. Not only do they have the butter cow, but they have bacon everything. Oh, my goodness. Pork chops, everything. Yeah, that's the pig state. Iowa is the pig state. Holy what? <laughs> I had no idea. Yes. That's why I love this show. I absolutely love this show. Hell with Amazon running a sports book. I just learned there's five to one, five to one pig ratio to people in Iowa. In Iowa. So uh, driving is yes, the, the way you're gonna go from if I'm gonna do that and fly to Chicago and then drive back and fly a Legion home from Omaha. What if, you'd be driving. Like, what if we get bad weather driving? I hate driving. Yeah, it's gonna weather. be in bad weather. We awesome Michelle Madeline. <laughs> what it's like to drive in a blizzard <laughs> show her the real like this is what i grew up with see this is i don't, I don't think i don't think i can go with you i don't, I don't <laughs> have to drive but i don't i don't want to be in the car in the bad weather no more stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous what are you nervous about i, I swear if, i i give you this are you a good driver in, in the weather phenomenal driver in the weather i am too I don't through. like sitting in a car with other people driving. One day well, on the show at some point, I'm not going to tell today. At some point, I will tell you the story of me and a basketball referee for the Missouri Valley Conference driving from Omaha to St. Louis on two highways that were closed for a blizzard. And we drove it anyway. And we made it <laughs> in 10 hours in time for the Creighton game and in time for him to referee his Missouri Valley Conference tournament game. You Stop. drove? I drove, yeah. Actually, we all we actually we both drove because we it was a ten hour drive. We both had to drive, <laughs> but it was crazy. In, in in the era of gambling, if that happened today, and I do now what I did then, me driving with a referee for ten hours in the stuff that I learned, <laughs> talking about integrity fees. Look out, <laughs> we're gonna have an investigation into what I was learning on that drive from wow. from Omaha to St. Louis. You could fly What's into wrong? Moline, Illinois, and drive Get the last four out of here. Minutes. You crazy Moline, I, Illinois. No, no, listen. I just reading. I looked down at the I chat. Know. Nate S said it. Hi, Nate S. I mean, not, it, go ahead. Tell them why. It's Moline, crazy. Illinois. What are you guys bonkers? Just fly to Chicago. Fly to Moline, Illinois. These little puddle jumpers. These, these are like these are prop planes. I refuse I'd to fly. I'd rather prop drive planes. than fly to prop plane. A hundred percent. And I flew. I flew all the time. Like if I ever flew from Huntsville home it was a prop plane flying from there to, to nashville or, or from huntsville to charlotte and i always told myself i'll never do it again when i live in a place it was always my goal live in a place i can fly direct from <laughs> where i live to boston i'm not flying connections i'm not flying puddle jumpers okay. direct flights once i get to a place and I got to Houston and I'm like, I'm not staying here. I hate Houston. So then I, <laughs> I moved to Vegas. I said, I'm good. JetBlue here, three flights a day, each way. It's perfect. Small, always fly in a Terminal 3. You ever have any questions about flying to Vegas? Terminal 3, always. Terminal 3 is great. Terminal I've, 1 is a disaster here in town. Pittsburgh to Cleveland, you can drive in like a little over two hours. And I had to fly home from Cleveland once to Pittsburgh. And I swear, they put us on this plane. And I was like, this can't be. Like, right. This isn't a plane. It's, this is a plane? It's a tube with wings and just a couple of props. And you just go up and down. It's like a 25-minute flight. And like the whole time. It was you're, fast. You're, you're gripping the seat the entire time because you feel every bump. You feel every little twist stinks. But the whole key is like that's the way people like, I mean, 
these pilots learn to fly planes like this. This as long Correct. as there was no major weather. Do I want to be on a plane that they learned how to fly on? I want I want some some stability. I don't know, but I that's I that's the last time I really flew on one of them small ones. Awful. I mean, I flew to Aruba from Curacao. I mean, it was oh awful. no. We went over there for the for, for a day. We had a day off. How many people off? Did more than five people fit in the plane? I think it was, I, I'm thinking it was 12. Oh my goodness. I was so happy to have a day off when we were going to play golf and we were going to just going to go eat steak and do all this stuff. But you get up in the air and then you see nothing but blue. That's my problem. I the whole you, time. Yes. The whole time. It was, it must have, I don't know. Must have been. A I have an irrational fear. Flight. I have an irrational fear of flying from California to it Hawaii was, for that very reason. Because you look left, you, you look right, you look left, and you're like, we go down. It's there's trouble. nothing. It's there is nothing around. It I is all water for miles upon miles. Yeah, I could swim like uh, Michael Phelps. I'm not going to make it wherever we're at. Right? It's just there's no, there's nothing. There's nothing. And um, yeah. And it's funny because like I like to just, I mean, I get on a plane and I go to sleep. Even when I was mm. with the kids, like mm. I would, we would travel and I'd be like, all right, daddy goes like this. I put my, yeah. my lid down Bye-bye. over my eyes. I lean back. I'm sleeping before the plane starts moving. But when you take these little these little planes, it's hard to go to sleep that fast. So it's hard to calm down. Your heart. I I get the sense of calm over. So like I'll just I'll just you know lean back. All motion makes me go to sleep. Trains, planes, cars. I can I can sleep in anything. If I'm moving, I can sleep. Did you drive Maddie around when she was young to make her go to sleep? But but she hates sleep. It didn't matter what you do with her. She hates sleep. I, we we I had to drug her basically every night. She takes melatonin. She takes one one gram of melatonin every oh. night, or she will not sleep. She's eight, and she has to do that every day her entire life. She would stay up every night till midnight. Oh. She her brain goes 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 oh. goes goes. You have to physically make her realize she's tired, and then she goes to sleep. It's brutal. It's so like no matter what we what I did, drive her around, rock her, walk her around. I mean, I would walk her around when she was a baby. We didn't have she couldn't take it till she was like four. So up till she was four years old, she never slept. She just hated it. She's hated sleep from the get go. <laughs> it sucked. It has sucked and still uh, sucks. The chat <laughs> is putting in some amazing flight stories of Konowinski flew from San Juan to St. Thomas, 12 people in a plane, scary AF. Oh yeah, Rommel camps. Rommel camps. He knows. He goes. Where's this thing? It just scrolled by. I gotta find it. He said I flew from Moline to Cedar Rapids once. Oh gosh, once and never uh, again. I mean that gosh. the airport in Cedar Rapids is tiny. Again, I don't care about the size of the airport. I want to get up and I want to get down and I want to get off. The size That's of the it. airport is also in relation to the size of the planes that they have at that airport. <laughs> the smaller size the airport, matters. the smaller the airport, the smaller the planes. That's the problem. That's so, so if you walk into some rinky dink, if you, if you get on the plane from the tarmac, okay, that's a problem. I did it. I flew from Des Moines. I told you the story for the yeah. private jet from Des Moines to Cedar Rapids. Yeah. I flew yeah. into that airport. Yeah. It is not, 
big. Is <laughs> it, re- it was a prop plane that I was in the front seat for. Why does why does big planes make us feel better? It's the same thing. Why is it? Why why does it do that? More stable. You don't get bounced around as much. It's like driving in a Mack truck versus driving in a Yugo. Like you just have size does matter in those situations. Size matters in a lot of situations. You go down, you die. I get that. But I feel more comfortable that I could potentially live if I'm in a Mack truck versus a Yugo. Now I want to go and do the flight. Now now I want to go. Now now I'm interested to go. I want to go see well, likelihood of Eastern us- Iowa, and then I want to fly. I don't well, want to drive across Iowa. I mean, what's it going? What are we going to see driving across Iowa? Corn in the in the, in the winter, nothing but white barrenness. That's done it. Terrible. I've done it. It is terrible. I've done it, but it's you know, I would love to see Madeline's reaction to it. I think you seeing Creighton basketball in person, I would. I, I if you do this. I have. To I do think it. you will. I think it will be so freaking cool for I you have to, to see it. it. Because I'm trying to pull strings right now because there's courtside seats that I used to sit in for media, but they sell them as well. But I'm trying to figure out how I'm talking to the AD that I know really well there. And I'm like, hey, like find me a game that I can come in that I can buy courtside seats. It's like 150 bucks a seat or whatever. Like I want to buy the seats. I want to be there because that is how I watch games. And I just want to have a throwback to what it was. You know, when I was covering, I was doing the pre and post game show for Creighton and then look around because every game is going to be a sellout this year. Every game is going to be hyped. And if I can figure out how to get to Omaha to see Villanova at Creighton, <laughs> it, that game is going to be unbelievable this I year. Mean, that's, uh, I want to do that. I, I, I loved, not liked, loved, loved, loved going to Penn State college basketball games when I was in school. It was phenomenal. And like I said, the last year that I was there, as a student was the first year for the big 10 and I saw everybody come in and it reinvigorated my love for attending basketball games mm. in person, let alone hyped up atmospheres. I mean, we could go to the games. I, I've taken the kids to, you know, the UNLV games. It is what it is. Like when they fireworks, were good a few years ago. Yeah. The, the, it's the not, fireworks it's, bothered Madeline. She doesn't like the indoor fireworks. They play them. I don't know why. I think it's like we have different laws here. Never seen a, a program be allowed to fire indoor fireworks the way that UNLV does. It's very strange. But like the yeah. kids like to go into the Globetrotters. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. You know, more. Yeah. But last year when we took the kids to the conference tournament, they loved it. Like yeah, Kendall love loved, like, I mean, we had a fun, the kids were talking yeah. and stuff and we got to sit, you know, we were in the watch second games. or third row and watch games. I'll go to as many college basketball games as you want. Like it's, it's fun. And we can actually, I mean, we could do the tour. I mean, realistically we can do, cause I know TJ Osterberger really well. He's coach of Iowa state. So, I mean, we could go to Iowa. Are they going to be good? Iowa state, Iowa state should be decent. Yeah. I mean, they're really near one. They were really good under TJ. Now, how, I mean, he, a lot of turnover every year at Iowa State, but right Iowa, Iowa with Fred McCaffrey, who hates me, but that's fine. We can, we can go watch, go to, go we to Carver Hawk. We don't have Hawkeye. to go to the coaches' houses for dinner or anything. We could just. Oh no, but I mean, I can, I mean, I can make, I can make phone calls. I can call TJ. I can call Coach McDermott. I can call the coach of Iowa State. I can call the coach of Creighton and say, "Hey, I'm coming to town. Give me the, give me the right guy to get the tickets from." But Iowa, I don't have the same hookup. But Bromel Camp probably does. So. We got ticket guys too. If we just tell them, like, oh yeah, I mean, we get in. I'd rather, I, I'd rather have like, don't you want to like have like 
I don't know. Let's have some fun. Let's go take a tour. Let's go walk around. Let's go to the locker rooms. Let's go have some love. Oh, I'll do all that shit. I'm yeah. <laughs> like I'm always telling them we're coming to town, man. And we're like, hey, we're coming to town. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do some fun stuff. So, right. yeah, I mean, I I can pull some strings. TJ, I can pull strings with. You know, I text with him every now and then. Um, Mac, I talk all, to all the time. So, I mean, we can go ahead and, and say, Coach McDermott, I'm coming in. Blah blah blah. So that would be we could do the Iowa Iowa State Creighton trifecta for games and compare. Oh my goodness, have you ever been? This happened to me once. Have you ever been asked how much you weigh before you get on a plane? Or as you know, <laughs> Mikey Austin just said some planes rude. are so small they weigh you before you get on so they can ensure their weight and balance is safe. I thought they banned that. I well, that I don't like- know. That's that's happened. That happened to me. We were flying on a junket to Atlantic City to go gamble. So a junket, for people that don't know, Tricky. was a gambling trip. They, yeah. they put you on a bus or a plane. They take you to a gambling place. You gamble for 24 to 48 hours, and then you come back. Everybody's getting a kickback. Who's bringing who, gambling, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we got on me, my buddy Moses, and my buddy Guy. You're with Guy, your friends? This happened? This was, this was, I was, I had just graduated college. Like this was, yes. And they housed, they took us from Pittsburgh to, to Atlantic City. And me and Mark, I probably weighed, I don't know, 210. Moses weighed 225, 230 maybe. Guy was pushing probably 350. Guy was a big guy. So we get on the plane and there's a single seat on one side and two seats on the other. So me and Mark sit next to each other, Moses, and guy sits on the other side by himself, has to get an extension on his seat. Belt because it don't work, and the lady comes through. Oh, that's even more. The lady comes through and goes, "How how much do you guys weigh?" And (laughs) said, "What did you say?" She goes, "Did you say we need to we need to balance the plate?" (laughs) And I said, "What side is he sitting?" (laughs) In it and pointed at God. Oh me and, no! Me and Moses were dying laughing. I can't believe. Oh, the poor guy. That's awful. We so oh. we needed to know. And he goes, she goes, how much do you weigh? And he goes two ninety. <laughs> and Moses goes, hey guy, don't fucking lie. The plane could go down. <laughs> we were laughing. So oh my god! Don't <laughs> lie. Oh, he gets called out for lying about his weight. So oh, the funny. poor guy. We were like, guy, you can't lie. You got to tell the truth. Nobody cares how much you weigh. You got to tell them. Plane got to balance. So what did he, did he adjust it? Oh, no. You had to adjust it. You got caught said, lying. He, he, goes, he goes, this scale goes around three times. <laughs> it stops at 350. You know, he goes up to 300. So he goes, he goes past the thing three times. I can't stop laughing. Oh, oh we where is guy now? He's passed away. God bless uh, him. He passed away years ago. Feel, he was one of I the feel, guys I played cards with every Sunday. I love I that guy. guy. And oh, uh, I feel guy for a guy. But yeah, me and Mark tell that story to this day and, and laugh. It's 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 the fun. Thing goes around three times and it stops. Oh it no, goes around three times. Oh yeah. So you Poor get on guy. a plane where you got to get weighed, brother. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's a small uh-uh. plane. Weigh my 
luggage, not weighing me. So listen, Creighton comes out to Vegas, right, to play basketball. Yes. We're, we're 100% going to that game. Oh, I'm going to every game. Oh, yeah, we're already – Okay. We, all right, I, all right, I got golf requests coming in. We're going to – I mean, this is – Okay, all right, yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah. good, good. So I had it's more fun – in December. I, I had so yeah, much yeah. fun going to uh, those games last year when uh, Gonzaga played Duke. Gonzaga yeah, I'm going to get us tickets in. I'll get us tickets inside of the Creighton section um, for that. But it's no one ever, no one's ever, no one ever goes to those tournaments. They're all for TV. So no one really, it's not hard to get tickets at all to those things. But um, I got to check and see what win in the Big East. But I mean, you know, Creighton 30 to one. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Did you, you've been to the Big East tournament, right? Yep. Went to the first one when Creighton. I've been to actually a couple of them, but I went to the very first one with. Creighton. I want to go to the home games. I don't want to go to the postseason tournament. There. Like, I mean, no, 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 fun no. at some point. It's totally different. different. Yeah, totally. Different I want to vibe. go. I want to go to the home games. Oh. Yeah, Creighton. Uh, Creighton. Uh, we, we. I mean, we've never seen the Jays with this type of hype preseason. You know, this type of countdown to the year, the way that they're having it right now, and you know, the preseason expectation. Now, oftentimes you can fall short of that, and you know, it doesn't work when you're hyped this level. But the Jays have never been a top ten preseason team. And they're going to be a top 10 preseason team. So I hope they live up to the hype. They're deep as deep as deep as can be. Their roster is out freaking standing top to bottom. It's the best roster Mac has ever had at Creighton. Best roster I've ever seen at Creighton in my, I started covering Creighton in 2004. So 18 years watching Jay's <laughs> basketball. It's the deepest, I'm in. You got me. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Deepest team. Uh, okay, we knew this was coming, but we're just going to get into it to start the show just because it's involving a Vegas player. Assault charges have been brought on Devontae Adams. How much money is he going to have to pay this guy to make it go away? <laughs> Whatever they tell him to pay. I mean, there's no... there's. Uh, it's just, this is above my pay grade, but if you're him and his people and the Raiders, how much? Is he getting, is he getting suspended? And if Adams is out after the bye, if he misses if he misses time after the bye week, is he worth a half a point? Oh, it's a bye. They it's got a bye. bye. Week. Yep. No, they ain't, ain't going to affect the number. Someone will bet it because of it, but it won't. It won't matter. And he had two touchdowns in the game against the Chiefs. Two outstanding throws by Carr, deep. Well, I guess the first one was short. Don't you feel like <clears throat> I looked at the stats a little bit last night because I'm crazy. I'm like, what? What am I doing? Go to bed. I'm like mm-hmm. looking at the box scores. I was like, I were, and, and I was thinking about the game. I feel like they're getting a little more. Like the reps are helping. They're, they're like the They've back end it. of the yeah. Raiders season is going to be a lot, <clears throat> a lot better than the first. Because well, look, that's what they said. I mean, this is where Jim Trotter from, you know, from SI, I think he's now with, made the point. If you look at the next six games for the Raiders, they can run the table, win all six. And they win all six and they're seven and four. And we're sitting here in week 11 of the seven and four years, a totally different narrative around Josh McDaniels and the, and the Raiders. They're in the conversation for a playoff berth. They're going to so, pay whatever they have to pay. Make this oh, I, do, I agree with that. But I, I wonder if the NFL is going to have to get involved now that they've been a police report that's been filed. I mean, this is more than what – I mean, we never saw a police report filed against Deshaun Watson. I mean, this is, this is more than what Watson has. Everything Watson had yeah, was – Yeah, he pushed the wrong guy. Right? <laughs> I mean, everything he Watson had was all, was all civil. This is criminal. This is a criminal right. assault charge that they're going to bring against him. Now, it's not – he's not going to go to jail for this, but it's – 
He's being cited for assault. Uh, you can plead this out or you can settle out of court or whatever. This is not civil. This is criminal. So, I mean, you got to look at the code of conduct violation with the NFL players and stuff. And I mean, it may have to have, they may use that. Our hands are tied. He got right. charged. He's a right. case. We have to suspend them a game because the precedent says that if a guy gets arrested, let alone on the field, we got to do something. This media guy is softer than Charmin, man. What are you doing? Probably going to make more money. Yeah, but you could do that civilly without having a criminal complaint. You can uh, you can do all sorts man. of things. You 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 can have you can call his people up. Say I'm going to file a either you guys write me a check right now, or I'm going to the police. Right, here's a check. Go away. Push this civilly. I mean, is, pushing this civilly is one thing. Pushing this criminally is ridiculous. Jimmy Jack said he's not to pay the guy. He's not going to have to pay the guy anything. It's a misdemeanor assault. He'll have to take an anger management class, and that's it. I think. Correct. Yeah, yeah. but there's not going to be a civil trial after this. This guy's going to act like he got his back broken. Yeah. I, I mean, there's, he, he, he's suing him. He's suing Devontae Adams for a ton of money. There's no debate in that. This guy is looking for a meal ticket for the next 20 years. Damn. Really? Yes. But the criminal, I mean, again, and I don't fault him for that. I think anybody who's in that situation goes, okay, you threw me down on national TV. You pushed me down hard. You're paying me, man. I, I want six figures minimum. You're paying me, or I'm making this loud in a problem. This guy didn't even wait for that. This guy went to the hospital and filed police a, a police report at the hospital, called the cops, and was like, I want to file assault charges on Devontae Adams. And they looked at it, and then Kansas City has a chance to nail one of their arch rivals, and they're like, yeah, it's assault. We're arresting you. We're, we're going to give you a citation for assault. Man, people were were running into people and pushing people around yesterday at the when there was a changeover in speakers, right. and we were all going out that way. I mean, I was like, I was like, Running through that was annoying as hell. So yeah. somebody pushed this me. So this is so dumb. The fact this is a criminal. This is not a criminal thing. Yeah, this yeah. is a guy trying to leave the field Dude. and a media member who's walking too fast and cuts him off. I mean, this is this is an accident. This is just you know, there's nothing malicious here with this. And Addison said, "Can we get that guy in the show? <laughs> think right. he's doing, he's like, I think he's doing shows. We call him up." Yet. He hey man, will do. He will eventually, but he can't talk right now because he might say the wrong thing. Were you really hurt? No, but what? <laughs> you know? Are you really hurt? You can There's ask. No way the guy got hurt. Figured no you were going to ask. Figured you were going to ask him about Creighton basketball. <laughs> I mean, there's were no way really the guy. Hurt? There's no way this dude got hurt. Okay, I'm sorry. There's no way he was walking fast. He's a young guy. He's, it looks like he's in shape. This is not some brittle 65-year-old dude. This is like a 35-year-old guy who got thrown to the ground, okay? Scuffed his knees, probably. Speaking of brittle guys getting thrown to the ground, yesterday was the anniversary of when Pedro sent Zimmer to the ground. See ya. <laughs> Former Red Sox manager, too, on top of that. You remember, do you remember that? Do I remember that? I was watching the goddamn game live. Remember every damn second of that. I loved it. <laughs> Zimmer, you clown. Don't, don't go charging at the starting pitcher. Mess with the bull, get the horns. I Everyone's like, believe. it's assault. I can't believe Pedro threw an old man to the ground. Yeah, the old man was charging Pedro Martinez. That was 
I rewatched that. There's a great Twitter. What I didn't like, I was, I was this though. What I didn't like is I didn't like when Pedro said this. Right. That I didn't like. Right. I don't like guys digging a rock and throwing someone's head. That I don't right. like. Zimmerman deserved to go tumbling. Zimmer. Zimmer swear. Yes. That Zimmerman. was um it was weird because you know who the pitcher was for the Yankees that threw the 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 heater that sparked that whole thing? I do, but now I'm blanking. Was, Remind it, me. It was Roger Clements. Correct. Clements. Who did he buzz? Who he buzzed Manny. Manny. Yeah, he buzzed Manny. And then the Yankee left-handed pitcher, the, the, the Yankee left-handed hitter. Oh, I forget who he the was. The inning before um the Red Sox pitcher threw the ball inside. And it was Man, you know, Pedro, right? Yeah. It, but it wasn't, it didn't look like like he was trying to hit somebody. He was throwing right. it inside. Pedro could like knock a bug off your nose with a ball. Like he was so accurate, but Pedro could do whatever he wanted. So if he wanted to hit you, he would have. And he buzzed the tower. So Clemens had to do his thing, but he did it to Manny. And Manny just was like, what are you doing? He took his helmet off and looked right out. And that's when the bench is cleared. And you see Zimmer. I just, Pedro just shoved him. Well, no, he he olayed him. Like he was coming he at him. Kinda, he, he, yeah, he just stuck him. him a little like. Him, yeah. He, he's let him whatever, get. Oh, but, he, uses, he used his momentum against him. Right. And, um, you know, can you imagine if that happened today? Can you imagine? Eh. Eh. Oh. Because Pedro, I mean, the, the Red Sox lost the series. They lost the game 4-3. That was the Aaron bleeping Boone game. Yep. With Tim Wakefield. So Pedro was never going to pitch again in that series. Yeah, it was Wakefield. No, it wasn't Wakefield. It was uh, who was pitching that game? It wasn't, Wakefield Pedro gave, wasn't even pitching, was it? it Wakefield was, uh, gave up. No, that was, I thought Pedro was pitching in that game. Because that, that's when he was. Uh-uh. I don't think so. Um, I have Kareem I have. Garcia. Martinez threw, but Pedro threw behind Kareem Garcia. Kareem Garcia in the fourth inning. That's who it was. Yeah, no, Pedro was pitching. It was Pedro, it was, it was Pedro yeah. against, it was Pedro against. Um, Clemens. It was Pedro against yeah. Clemens. Yeah. And Clemens had thrown it at, at Ramirez in retaliation for Martinez throwing behind the Yankees outfitter Kareem Garcia in the top of the fourth. Kareem Garcia, that's who it was. Yep. Yeah. And, oh, and, and Martinez, and, and he, he said, what were you, because Martinez, he he barked at him, and he said, what were you thinking? Yeah. He said, when he said to Mark, to, to, to Garcia. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, he goes, who wants to hit you? You're crazy. Clean it up. And that's when he, they started talking. He started pointing at his head and everything else, like saying, I wasn't going to throw at you. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to throw at you. And then everything imagine. came out and then everything came together. And then that's where Don Zimmer charged him and Pedro just tossed him to the ground. I can't imagine being in Fenway while that was going on. Oh, and my afterward, It had to be just like, oh. I watched it yesterday and I got fired up. Like, Remember, in 2003, the only thing we had seen up until that point, oh. we seen two Patriot Super Bowls. That's it. Oh, we hadn't seen anything. Nothing. We hadn't. If you told a Boston Red Sox fan, me included, oh my god, when that ball left left field and Aaron Boone hit that home run off Tim Wakefield in Game Seven of the ALCS, and well, I guess Pedro did pitch again because Pedro was left in that game for too long, so he did pitch Game Seven. That was that was the that was the the great little game. Um, but because Pedro wasn't suspended for that. That's amazing. Pedro wasn't suspended. That's what I'm saying. There would have been a, there might've been a criminal charge filed. 
Probably so. Yeah, that's right. Maybe you know, they like that's, that's how comparing the two. That's, that's a, a good point. I don't, he, he wasn't. Pedro wasn't even suspended. And I love him it. Just go back in the dugout. He came out and pitched the next inning. He threw an old guy to the ground and he didn't get suspended. That's phenomenal. He get thrown uh, out of the game. I, I should. We Bud Sealing should get like a, a a Boston statue for that. That's beautiful. But if you had told me in two thousand and three, as that ball left the field, like wait, 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 you're gonna win four. Like just. It's okay. Next year, you're going to win. And next year, not only are you going to win it, you're going to hand the Yankees the greatest defeat in sports history, the greatest collapse, the greatest choke job ever seen in sports. You're going to be the one that gives it to the bigger, Yankees and shove it down their throat. Bigger than the Mariners game yesterday? Well, we'll get to that in a second. But yes, way bigger than that. Way bigger that than was that. unbelievable. I mean, I, I love watching that 2004 recap thing that was done. Fuck. Oh, three oh four, yeah. The, the, the 30 for 30. 30 for 30. Yeah, on it. My yeah. gosh. You we all can watch it now. Like it's like a it's like an anthropology project or something, a sociology experiment or something now, because it's a different time. Like we don't recognize those people anymore. Like, who are those Boston fans? We don't we don't recognize that anymore. Because of what immediately happened in 2004, everything changed for the next 18 years. It was like, oh yeah, by the way, Boston wins everything. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You win everything. Don't worry about it. You're, you're, Nobody you're, would believe you. Nobody would believe you. I would have believed you. I would have said you're nuts. Hey, by the way, you're going to appear over the next 18 years. You're going to appear in 17 finals. <laughs> like it's Boston basically has been in one every single year. Is that, it's insane. Is that accurate? Yeah. Count it up. Bullshit. Really? <laughs> it's like, it's like, I think it might be 15 over 18, but somewhere in that range. Yeah. Boston because the, the the Patriots were in 10 Super Bowls or six or sorry, nine Super Bowls. Brady was in 10, six and three. So like every year yeah, and you like had, in between the Bruins, Bruins were the Stanley Cup or two, the Celtics throw one. I mean, Bruins were in three. Bruins were in three. They lost two of them. They're in three of them. They lost they won one, lost two. Red Sox were in four world series. Uh, Celtics were in two NBA finals. So he's like, <laughs> just go ahead and count it up. And you're like, every year there's like a Boston team was in a championship appearance, not winning it every year, but they were in a championship finals appearance like every year. Changed One of the, the whole time space continue. 100%. Biff's almanac got flipped on its head. Uh, real quick. So yep. 2 and 0 start for me last night on totals in hockey, which I you. love hockey being hockey back. Guy. It's a beautiful hockey thing. Guy. I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I did well in hockey last two years. I bet I've done, I've made money betting hockey the last two years. I so, know. Rangers looked, I mean, I'm going to be honest. Rangers look really good. Yeah. And they went, they went three, one. Yesterkin yeah. looked really solid. Yeah. Vasilevsky's, I mean, look, Tampa's going to be really good. Stamkos is still Stamkos, but I, I, I mean, that, that Ranger team is no longer, they, they're starting to, you can see it. They believe like this could be it. They stay Who, healthy. Who's your coach? Um, Jean Gallant. Gerard Gallant. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Gallant. Where did he coach before? Here. Just want to remind people that that's all. Oh, yeah. So guys, a oh, good no. coach. He's a really good coach. I mean, Galant's a really good coach. And I, I'll be very curious to see what happens as the year goes. Long year, but that's an opening. You can see the Ranger fans. You can see New York. They they think they got something, and I can't argue with it. They, they've got a really talented roster and the best goaltender in the game. He's awesome. And then at the, and then in the nightcap, I mean, the game went over like I thought it was going to go over. It went way over. What was the final score? Uh, four, three. 
I didn't see one second. I mean, it was on, but the place Golden was so scored. loud. I was- Golden Knights scored with 210 to go in the game. There was 3-3, high-scoring third period. No scores, 1-1 through two. Oh, okay. okay. Ended 4-3. <laughs> it was third period with wow. some Looney Tunes. Okay. But Kessel looks good for the Golden Knights. Looks healthy. Stone, game winner, looks healthy. Eichel was making plays. Uh, I mean, Bruce Cassidy, look at, he's from the Boston Bruins. I, I I would love nothing more than for Bruce Cassidy to take this Golden Knights team to the postseason and have a really big season. Logan Thompson's going to be a question mark. The other goaltender as well is going to be a question mark. That's going to be their biggest bugaboo. Might have to play some overs. Oh, a lot of overs. Yeah, that's why I bet last night. I think overs on Golden Knights games are going to be very, at least early in the year. They're going to score, and they're going to be scored upon. That's, yeah. So we get, um, I use October and November a lot as a educational process. Like, a, yeah, I'm only betting half units for a couple of weeks yeah, in hockey. I, I'm not, I, I get to let, crazy. I get to let baseball die. Yeah. To, to really get too deep into the hockey. But I mean, you know, you tweeted it about auto and what he's doing with stuff. I mean, we got all these resources now. Hockey's a great sport to consistently develop a rhythm and see things that folks are just putting numbers up and taking bets. Like you can find different situations that become. Yeah, I thought I found a five and a half. Code. Everyone was like, Wait, what? There were five and a half. So that, I mean, it closed at six on the night game. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was uh, your number better to book it. Yes. It was five and a half. <laughs> five and a half. Yeah. Watch the, what you, you want to learn like, I don't know how many people asked me yesterday, hey, you know, how, how do you help people, you know, get better at betting and all this other stuff? And I'm just like, do your own numbers. Do that. That's what I tell people. They're like, well, how do you do numbers? I'm like, everyone does it differently. But for hockey, I would tell people, look at tomorrow's matchups blank and write your own numbers in. And then watch the overnight numbers come up and compare your numbers to those. Then wake up. Sleep on it, wake up, and see what happens to the overnights. <laughs> because you saw five and a half, you knew it was, I mean, overnight was light, wrong, wrong, yeah, wrong whatever. Yeah. Wake up, it's six over minus 20 or over minus a quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guess what? You ain't going to see no more five and a half on nights games overnight. You're just not. I'm not. No not, way. Not right now. Ever. No. I, I mean, this year. You might not see it again all year. Gone. <laughs> like goodbye. Be careful with saying all year. That's a long time and things happen and change. If they go Golden Knights, uh, five get, and a half on a Golden Knight game is wacko to me. I mean, like when they play the Rangers, it's gonna be five and a half, most likely, right now. On the road at the Rangers. I don't know what they mean five and a half here. If Igor's the expected goalie, right. It'll yeah, be five and, five and a half. Yeah, probably. Uh okay. So Alvarez yesterday joined. Very elite company with a walk-off three run bottom of the ninth. How that two out home run. Kirk Gibson move over. Alvarez comes in and gives the win for the Houston Astros. Seven five in the bottom of the ninth. Robbie Ray comes in. Full disclosure, and I never talked about this on the air. Scott Service is a really good dude. I've known him for a while. I haven't seen him probably for 10 years. His brother, or sorry, his nephew, Ed, is the head coach of Creighton Basketball, Creighton Baseball. 
Oh. Known Ed, I've known Ed Service for a long time. Scott okay. has been a guy who has Ed I been just, a coach at Creighton a long time? Long time. Long, I maybe 25 years. Oh wow. Like he's been there forever. For as long as I've been covering Creighton University bas- uh, basketball, Ed Service has been the head coach baseball for Creighton baseball. So what's numerous that? pros mid 50s? Well, Scott is 55. Okay. So, so he's close to that. Younger so it, brother. It's, a, it's his nephew. No, it's his nephew. Oh, nephew. So okay, I don't so, know. Oh, he's probably half, probably 25. I don't know. Years could be older, could be younger. A nephew could be, who knows? Oh, it could be anything, right? Could be yeah. the same age. Yeah. Ed could, could be older. Ed could be younger. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I can look at how old Ed services. Right. I just know Scott services 55. Okay. And so like, I've been a Mariner supporter <laughs> for like, I like All Scott. Service. I've, yeah. I've never talked negatively about him because he's a Creighton player, played baseball at Creighton. Went to the NFL, went, went to Major League Baseball, bounced around, played a bunch of places, had, gets the head coaching job with the Mariners, done a phenomenal job with the Mariners. I, for the life of me, cannot figure out why Robbie Ray was in that game last night. I didn't see it live. I was, I got my phone blew up on a couple of texts because, you know, we met some people yesterday. Seeley is a writer who's based in Seattle. He's walking around with the Trident M hats yeah. on yesterday. He's so excited that they're in the playoffs. And uh, they worked Verlander. I mean, they kicked him around. You don't win that game. Why you put a non-closer in a closer situation on the biggest game of the year. And I feel sick doing this disservice, but what were you thinking? Lefty on lefty. I get the idea, but that's a pretty big moment for a non-closer to come into trying to close out a playoff game. I, I say this all the time. Um, and again, it's just from personal experience. I, I was a pitcher. I hated coming into relief. If I didn't get warm and loose and everything, I was a starter. And I was a guy who like, I just, I just wanted to pitch and I'd pitch until you told me I was done. Mm-hmm. And then I would go play a position. But if I was playing a position the whole game or, and then it has to come in, I hated it. Now I do it with the kids. I'm thinking about the kids. A lot of times, you know, we have two pitchers at a tournament and she, other ones playing center field while the kids pitching. I try to take the kid that I'm going to ask to go in and pitch out an inning before and let her loosen up and get warm. A starting pitcher in the major leagues, if you watch their routines, Mm. they're so conditioned to do the same thing all the time. You put him in a position to come in and have to get an out against a guy who can end it with one swing and a bat. I wouldn't have asked them to do it. I'm not questioning anybody's ability to make decisions in the crunch time situation in a major league I, baseball playoff game. I'm not doing I hate it. it. I absolutely but hate I it. I can't believe that there wasn't another left-handed pitcher who is coming in relief because you're asking a guy to do something he doesn't normally do. In and that moment against the guy, their hitter, that's their guy. You make a mistake and you saw where the ball landed. Like yeah. it was in Sugarland. Like he hit the ball. Like oh, that's that's he hit, hit the Sugar thing. Land. He hit the thing from downtown. I lived in Sugarland. So I know. Houston. I mean, he hit the thing. That's far from the ballpark, it, right? Yeah, it's a forty-five minute drive. <laughs> he, hit like he, he hit the living hell out of that baseball. Like it was incredible. I was like, 
that left the bat, like he knew it the second he hit it. Everyone knew it. Robbie Ray was like, oh no. Like inside fastball, left it up, got too much of the plate. See ya. I, uh, and they had a wait heard like, how does, how does Seattle bounce back from this? Yes, it's a great question. I mean, they actually, how they bounce back? Is it good or is it bad that they're playing? They're not playing today. It doesn't even matter. Oh, it kind of does to me. It doesn't matter. It's another game. It's a telling you, it's another game. It's the way that it counts as one loss. I don't think it matters at all. I think they got the, you know what, you know what matters? They're one in seven or less eight games against the Astros. Oh, that's the problem. I mean, they, they had the Verlander game and that's the game you could assure that they wouldn't have. Correct. They had it. They were going to win the series. I'm telling you, if they win that game, they're a hundred percent winning the series. They're, they're winning the series. They get the Verlander game. It's impossible. It's, it's, it wouldn't have wouldn't have in that way too. Not not just win the Verlander game. They crushed Verlander. Just their win the Verlander why they, game. We win the Verlander game. We're up one nothing, and now we got Castillo. We got our guy. Now they got to get the split. I mean, they 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 have to win the Castillo game, don't they? Yeah, a hundred percent. Series is over if the Mariners don't win game. Hundred percent, and they got to figure out a way. They need it just from a psychological standpoint that they can beat this team. It's not a small sample size. You've lost seven of eight to these guys. Like right now, they owned you. They they own you, and they know they own you. Talked about Aaron Boone and that walk off home run that in that Astros dugout, just like the Yankees when Derek Jeter said, "Wait, the ghosts will show up." <laughs> Brother Dan's in a chat slandering my pitching ability, but somewhat telling the truth. He said he needed a lot of time to warm up and he still threw lollipops. And then he's talking about the icy hot because I used to cake it on. I used to really, my my arm hurt. I threw a lot of innings. And Brother Dan just said, Dave was like the pitcher Harris from Major League. He told me on he 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 told me he said he goes you you can't listen to my brother you gotta listen to me about Pittsburgh Steelers no that's brother Doug that's brother oh, different, Doug different Doug oh different Dan Doug? yeah okay, that's sorry. that's brother Doug brother Doug knows everything brother Doug brother Doug <laughs> has been competing since he came out of the womb he told He's me the expert. He, he wrote me on Twitter yeah. he, was, he was like don't listen to my brother when it comes to Steeler games ask me he doesn't we know need what to listen about. we need to listen to brother Dan about the Steeler games brother Dan uh-huh. is the truth serum. For the Steelers. So Pittsburgh Lion is Dan or Doug? Pittsburgh Lion is Doug, brother Doug. Okay. He's okay. in Columbus. If Penn State wins this week, I think I'm going to go see brother Doug in two weeks in Columbus for the Penn State game. Wow. Game day might be there. We might be able to hook up with Pat and the boys. There's this a lot of things happening. We're just staying. Root for Penn State to win this game against Michigan this week. This would be okay. outstanding because that will that might get the train moving to uh, to Columbus. Because I haven't seen Brother Doug since the stroke and since his cancer battle. We've only wow. video FaceTime and all this other stuff. So we're trying to make that happen and trying to go see a good football game. But yes. Can you fly, can you fly direct Omaha from Vegas to Columbus? Yes. Ooh, nice. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, Columbus is like one of those odd, oddly cities. Like it's it's a city. Oh, oh, oh. It's, it's a college town. But, 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 but you know what, what I mean? What are you doing? 
What are you doing? No, I'm, no. I'm, I'm don't, making fun. Don't I'm start saying, the Columbus it's kind of like slander. All, no, it's like Omaha. It's like people think you can't fly directly to Omaha. It's not even close to Omaha. It's a major metropolitan city compared to Omaha. Columbus, Ohio is. Oh, now he's going to look up. the. What are you looking up? The population? I know there ain't as many pigs in Columbus, Ohio. Columbus is a big city compared to Omaha. 890,000. In where? Columbus. Okay. That's fair. 500,000 for Omaha. All right. Almost twice the size. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Bam! I've never been to Columbus. I've been to Ohio. Actually, never been, never nice been to Columbus. Nice. Columbus is pretty never, nice. Never seen it, so. It's All really right. fair. There's like some amazing, I mean, I went to the memorial in Columbus. Bears, Bears, Bears Jack Nicholas golf course. Oh, went to the wow. Memorial. Twice. Brother nice. Douglas, 15 minutes from here. We can go next summer. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Right. Very nice. Um, Phillies win game one. Hell game yeah. Game two, Wheeler versus Wright. Wright favored minus 142 in this game today. No Must win for the Braves, obviously, right? Can the Braves win three Listen, games in a row? Listen, it's the Phillies. Anything's this? possible. They could win both games on a road and blow the fucking series. <laughs> like anything's possible. I've seen people, it. people on the Discord channel are, are asking me not to bet the Braves today. But please, please don't bet the Braves today. <laughs> please don't bet the Braves today. Why? But if you I'm bet like the that. Braves, that means they lose? Correct. Bet the Braves today. I'll give you the money. <laughs> I'll give you the money. Bet the Braves today. Do us all a favor. Bet the Braves. You should do it. Brave fans are like, no, Matt, don't bet. I'm like, I'm not betting. High. I'm not betting anything with baseball. Don't worry. Although I bet, I may bet props. I, I, I may have two prop bets later today. Hmm. That's it. I don't know. Um, it's a hard game to call. This is a really hard game to call because the Braves are absolutely the side to bet today. This is unders what to bet today. After yesterday, okay. you get a day game. Mm-hmm. All those runs scored yesterday off the bullpens. I don't think we see the bullpens come in today. I think both of these guys deal. I think we see under game. Um, I would take the plus. um, Take the dog, take the Phillies? I would. I I think it's that close. But, yes, the Braves got a win today, obviously. But, again, they could go there, win game three, keep it alive, steal game four, and come back and play game five. So. This is this wouldn't surprise me. I mean, after Wheeler, you get Nola, who looked like the old Nola last time out. Um, then what? You know, the are you watching could, every inning of this game? Is this is this a must watch for you? Um, I did enough yesterday with all that stuff down at the at the place that I'm not doing it today. So oh, I'm no, watching no. baseball today. Yeah. Between this game, I'm trying to set up my evening for the 5.30 start between Darvish and Kershaw right. and be unavailable to pretty much people. Everyone? <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> want to watch the game, like seriously. Yeah. So, I mean, and the kids were great. Like I, I saw everybody uh, briefly this morning. I have still have not seen my wife in 48 hours, but I talked to her <laughs> this morning. She's she was checking on some things first thing this morning. <laughs> so I already talked to her twice. Everything's fine. We're good. Um, I can't wait to text her after the show and say, I think we're fine. Relax. Get off my case. Today's the day. So we're good. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Are uh, you going to watch baseball today? No. No. 
Absolutely. I watch a little bit. No, I mean, yeah, I watch a little bit, but but yeah. I, I got a lot of things. I got a lot of things. I got rolling today. I yeah. got school and I got stuff going on with Wednesday. You got so class what? today? Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday's it. Wednesday's a tough day. I watch a little bit of the Dodgers game for What's sure. What's the traffic situation going to be like down there for you? Like, not bad. I don't believe traffic because around the convention stuff was. Yeah. Bad. I just go, I go the other way because it's on, it's, it's on the other side of the strip, like where G2E is at the Sands. I'm, oh, you can avoid that whole area. You could just yeah. go, oh, yeah. So, okay. All right. I don't, I, I don't necessarily go down that way, but I'm not going anywhere near that today. I did that fun the last two days and I'm tired of fighting for, for parking spaces. So. Yeah, you invented your own parking space. I did. It was fun yesterday. I, I only reason why I knew that because I worked at the, the Palazzo for all those years. I did that many a times, creating my own parking space during conventions. So I, they don't tell. They don't care. Like you just go, <laughs> as long as you're not boxing somebody in, they don't care. It's great. It's you phenomenal. Just told everybody on national TV. You just did. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's like ten people who want to understand what I'm talking about with the parking lot or the parking garages of the Palazzo. They don't know. It's all Greek to them. Uh, Yankees win four one over the Guardians. Game two tomorrow. Is that a must win tomorrow for the Guardians, or can they go two two and go to a game five? Didn't look that competitive. That's what Cole does. I mean, he he pitched good. Um. I don't know. When do you get go? We could go through Bieber's game logs. It's got to be the best price of the season you get on Bieber, right? I mean, that's Tomorrow. all it is to me. It's yeah, it's it's <laughs> decent plus. Yeah, I, I, Fanduel right now has it's got. If you want it, it's plus one twenty. It's it's Cleveland or nothing. Tomorrow. I can't. I mean, it just it's it, it Cortez just against Bieber. Bieber. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty big. I mean, if this was a regular it's this six was, and a half P roll. If this was July, right? If this was a July start for Bieber versus Cortez, it's oh, either a pick or you would have Bieber being favored. Well, you would it would be it would be minus one ten or something on both it sides. Would yeah. Be, fine. Yeah, it would be like yeah. Let the betters tell us that. Right. This is so. I think we can get caught up as betters because I know, like, we kind of put this into the line. It was a national TV game. It was a playoff game, and the Yankees won handily. So they're going to lay it. So right. make it one twenty-five or one thirty, and see what they do. And that's what that's what I mean. Some books went as high as one forty because I think people are so quick to dismiss. You know, Cleveland, it's it's another day. Until it gets to elimination game point, it's just another game to them. It's, these baseball players are so conditioned to just roll with it. So, plus money, Bieber, Cleveland, sign me up. Darvish, Kershaw tonight, minus 188 right now on the Dodgers. Total is seven, juice to the over, mm. minus 120 to the over for a Kershaw. Strange. Darvish game. Right. Why is that? Why is that? I mean, That's a good question. Are we expecting Darvish to get lit up today? Dodgers offense is hot. Got up to that five nothing lead and coasted to the five three win. Why is that overjuiced? I'm I'm surprised. Oh, it's seven flat in, in the places Wait. that we're looking at. Okay, look at Fandle. Circuit. Yeah, they're taking a lead here with that. I don't know. Fandle's minus one twenty seven over to minus the over. Uh huh. Let me click refresh because I mean, like this, 
the places I've shorted, I'm looking at, have under-juiced minus 115. One place, and then another place has over. See, that's great. This is this. Oh, the two-way action that you get on a playoffs is great. Like you wish you could get this type of volume and two-way during the regular season. You can't. It's too many games. Nobody gives right. a shit. It's just too much baseball, and it's too many bad games. You know, um, this is a great pitching matchup. First thought for you is what when you look at this game, when you see this number? Under. I agree. Seven I under. I mean, I just that's a that's a it's an underplay. I mean, it's a four-two baseball game. And it's a five thirty start. Yep. Local time. Tra- traffic will be a problem in LA today. Forget <laughs> about the much. traffic. The, the shadows at that that's place yep. are so bad. You saw the all-star game, right? Mm-hmm. It's a five o'clock start. The first three innings, the batters are literally swinging at the air. You can't see nothing because the guy's coming out of the sun into the shadow. It's a 5.30 start. You may get two innings of blindness. No run in the first inning. That's that's You could bet that. Ooh. I don't know what that price is right now, but I would definitely look to bet that. Um, I definitely uh, am looking under. Darvish plus money again in this spot. I mean, and super, super value. I don't know if it wins, but I don't know when you got Darvish at this price in the last how long. If you want to bet a yes, a Yurfi is plus 104, a Nerfi is minus 132 at Fandle. Minus 132, and then the other side is minus 104? Plus 104. Okay. That's still, that should be, they're slowly creeping those 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 margins, like they're slowly sliding that in there. The take back on minus 132 should be plus 112. Okay. Not plus 104. So you're kind of getting a little with the price, but. So I think it's going to be, so. Why wouldn't wow, they want Addison off? just said his no run first inning is minus 155. <laughs> wherever he's looking. Let's see. Rich Wood Richmond said he bet the over. It's not that shocking. Alex just said the wind's blowing out the right field. We're doing wind at in in Dodger Stadium. Oh Come on, guys. No, 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 no. You know how windy it gets here. If that windy is so LA. Santa Ana winds are blowing out. Do you remember last year when Gabe went to the game, game, game one? Because I went to game two. No, I went to game four. Gabe went to game three of the Giants and the Dodgers in a playoffs. The wind was blowing in. The total went down to five and a half before the game. The final was one nothing. Nobody could hit a ball almost out of the infield. So if the wind's blowing out, that's something you got to check. Okay. Some great wind apps. Keep an eye on it. Trying to see where DraftKings does it weird. They have top of the first total strikeouts, bottom of the first total strikeouts. What the hell? DraftKings is doing the weird stuff, man. They're doing oh, some micro, micro, micro markets. Super micro markets. Trying to get My people to bet on as much as goodness. possible. Okay, so if you want to bet the under, a Nerfy on DraftKings is minus 155. 20 cents more expensive than FanDuel. 
it's a pretty big difference price. Well, you gotta have. That's why you gotta have more than one account. We're talking. We we're talking about it yesterday. It was one of the one of the good things that I heard is like, and and we've talked about this. And thank you for saying on that panel that I said it. But the product is the same. Yes. You have to check the prices. You have to get multiple accounts if you're gonna do this. Just so you. Again, we talked about it. You you got people waiting in line at your Costco to save eight cents a gallon or whatever it is. Why in the hell wouldn't you just load up another account and know that the price of the place that I'm playing at is 155 and the other price is 132? Where are you gonna it For may comp- be different on something else. You can play at the other place. So here, here in Vegas at the Westgate, a nerf fee for the Dodgers Padres is minus one forty-five. The year fee is plus one twenty-five. Thank you. That's 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 how you book the yes, no's, and plus minuses. Yes, that's amazing. Plus one twenty-five. It's a monster difference. Twenty cents difference. Yeah, between Fanduel and with the Westgate for right. a year fee. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's fair. That's that's what the price is supposed to be. That's the true price of the the prop yeah so you uh but you know what though i mean in here's circa minus 130 on the no and plus 110 on the yes 20 cents that's what it's supposed to be boys are doing a good job it's only minus 130 well wait till somebody sees that that's gonna get blasted so circa is minus 130 they're 15 cents cheaper than the westgate yeah on this for Dodgers Padres, not for long, son. <laughs> that is Word's going to get out of Brown now. That is a significant price differential between wanna, the two. I want. I'd like to tweet Benson right now. They're going to bet you the no heavy in the next ten minutes. I mean, people are watching the show. They're not saying right. they're watching the show. If you're watching the show, hit the like button. And can you please, people, like, listen? I'm just going to dive in and ask because we got a lot of people watching right now. Yeah, hit the like button. You don't have to hit the subscribe button. That would be great if you did. But hit the like button because we got people asking how many people are watching the show, how many people interact with the show. I can't give them a direct answer, but you can help us out by liking it and watching these views go up. That's all I ask. Don't ask anything else. Well, you, I mean, buy the meat, obviously. Thank you for doing that. You don't have to do that either, but hit the like button. That's all I'm asking. Thank you. By the way, uh, Aaron Rodgers will not practice today due to a thumb injury, but he added, we don't have much of a concern as far as game day, but we'll see what? How, how the number moves for Aaron Rodgers. I'm who may or may not be check the number right now. Who may or may not be playing in this game. So they play uh, the jets. I can't stomach it. If the fucking jets beat the Packers, I'm going to be, it's, I mean, between Cardano and all these want to be well, jets. You are fan. A Packer fan. What do you care? No, I can't have the Jets be good right now. I'm not they're ready not for the Jets. They're to be not good. It's that's they're not the new Bengals and go fly. Okay. Oh God! Oh please, God! Not the, they can't, I was like, the Jets can't, can't make Bengals. Bengals. I'm not Sorry, ready for the Jets to make them. It happened. Minus uh, seven. Okay, that line's down to seven. So, because if Rodgers doesn't play, then yeah, the number's going to come down in a big way. Who in the hell's the uh, backup now? I don't know who to back up in Green Bay. The, the, the dude that they drafted, Jordan Love. Oh, that's right. Okay. Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan Love's a backup. Um, okay. Uh, 
Tua is not playing this weekend. Number has bumped up a little bit. Vikings Tua, when are they going to just announce that Tua is out for the season? It's a great question. It really should. He's like, seriously. But he's back, he's back at practice. He's just not doing football-related activities. I'm with you. I mean, he should be done for the year. I agree. Like, can't get hit like the that. guy, the doctor who the the movie concussion was based upon the book, all that. Yeah, he's, he said publicly that Tua should retire. Tua should not play football ever again. Wow. Long term lasting neurological damage oh, was done was done to his head from having two serious concussions in back to back in the same week. And that two, he, he thinks two will never be the same. It's just the danger of that next hit is so looming. And how do you play right. quarterback and not get hit? You can't. Especially him. He's very small. So, yeah, I mean, it's head's going to get hit. Okay. Uh, total for the Washington Chicago game tomorrow night is 37 and so a wait, half. Vikings what? minus four at Miami. Was there a a question there. We, we How high does that line go? How high does that line go? Vikings will decide. It's just a matter of how many points you want to let. three and a half everywhere now. Well, it's down. Went down. Wow. That's as high as it goes for. Fandle's still at, four, at three. Fandle's at three and a half? Every, uh, I didn't look. Hold on. Fandle's at four. Yeah. I love what they're doing. Fandle's at four. So I, just, I, I, we, we use guys, just so you know, I use Fandle because it's the most active and the most accessible for most people. Right. So that's why when I'm looking at, when I give Dave numbers, I'm always using Fandle's numbers. That's awesome. That may, I love that may change one day, depending on how sports books come over. <laughs> hey, right. We don't have to do that. We're just yeah. choosing to do that right yeah. now. At some point, there very well we'll might be a different conversation to be had. Just sure. let the audience know on that. But as of right now, I use Fandle because Fandle is, you know, we, we use their lines. And so, but their lines have proven to be on the, I mean, they're moving first. I love it. I love that. Um, They're trying to find out how high it's going right now. If somebody comes in and lays four, <laughs> this thing could go to five and a half. Wow. It, it's it, it's that's I think mean, yeah I think it's gonna go high I think you think it's you think it's going that way yeah without Tua that offense cousins score. on the road P Roll, I know it's not prime time did you see how many points that Dolphins defense gave up to the Jets last week <laughs> that Dolphins defense is not good Justin Jefferson is gonna have a field day. Oh. If I was playing Survivor if, if, I'm out oh. by the way I lost the. I, I had the Rams last week with the Cowboys, so I would be I would be out. Uh, mythical Survivor team, I'd be out. Uh, Save the dime. Save the dime. <laughs> so I would be out. Vikings would be my Survivor pick this week. On the road. All right, so keep it going. We'll keep it going. So you got one loss. It was the Rams. You can't use the Rams again. The but you got to have a better pick than that. We can't be. Picking. I've used the other ones. I've used. I mean, I've used five teams so far. Oh, this is a hard survivor week. Oh, Tampa Bay. Have you already used Tampa Bay? Yep. Oh, that's an easy pick. Uh, damn, son. You already use Eagles? No. 
No, you're not using. You want to use Eagles? Chargers. You already use the Chargers to play the Broncos. That's what they're winning that game. Divisional game. You worried about Denver going to the Chargers and winning? It's a, it's a divisional game. I, I would I prefer to take the Vikings in a non-divisional game. Okay. Miami's in trouble. Uh, okay. Washington at Chicago totals 37 and a half on Thursday night, tomorrow night. This is low. Even for these teams, this is low. Look at this. Ante just came in the chat. You know who Ante is? Your aunt? No. Ante. <laughs> A-N-T-E. Ante oh, like Ante up. Like Ante up. Poker betting? I think Ante's guy that was in there watching us on Sports Grid on TV in the hospital after the back surgery. Oh. I think Auntie's a guy. Wow. I think Auntie's in the chat. Auntie's in the he, chat. How's he feeling? LSL5-S1. That's Auntie. It is. My man is in the chat. I love Discotomy it. Discotomy he had. Yikes. What's the word? Discotomy. I'm so impressed with your ability to pick He wrote it, not me. He wrote it. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, you, you, I'm, I'm just taking Listen, it off it's only Twitter. Wednesday. I've, I've had people <laughs> could telling me about this in-game product and all this other bullshit yesterday. And we're telling, oh my gosh, I forgot about the Scott. Okay. Oh man. What are, we, what are we doing Thursday night? Tomorrow night. First lean. Can we bet under 37 Wait and a second. half? What are we doing Thursday night? We're not watching this fucking game. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> That's what we're not doing. All right. This is terrible. It's terrible, terrible. What do you think? Under. <laughs> All right. I like to ask <laughs> questions. I like to ask you questions back. What's the lowest <laughs> number? Number that I'll bet 35. Where you would consider over? You give me 34 and a half, I'll go over. <laughs> 35 is my stop sign. Let's see. It's, it's 38. Handles doing 37 and a half. Another place just went to 37 and a half. So if I said 35, you just pass. Pass. Done. If, right now, give I'm at the under. I got to give you 34 and a half to get you to bet over. Yes. Gonna move this three points. <laughs> it's an awful game, First. awful line. You know, the first two series go punt, punt. You get your number. Probably you know so. That, right? Yeah. Probably and you're so. You're going to go the... over. <laughs> weather will be a <laughs> it's question. Uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, but a, a, weather, a weather question would come into play. The weather is pristine. If it goes punt, punt, then yeah, it probably <laughs> would go over. But it's a bad game, man. It's a really two bad quarterbacks. How about this prop, though? Carson Wentz throw a pick is minus 130. Throwing a pick in three straight games. No, on the yes. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, they're starting starting to make that stake start a little bit higher. (laughs) Stop the bullshit. That can't be no pick them. And that can't be be no money. Minus plus money. Yeah, not with the guys that throw picks, which Carson Wentz does. Wow. That's where it's starting. (laughs) I'm good with it. Are you good with it? 100%. I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay yep. laying 130 on this. Yep. I am too. Yep. He's horrible. Does, and do they run I mean, the ball successfully to keep him from throwing too many passes? I don't know. Ron Rivera, like 
ended Carson Wentz this week. Like you can't be asked, what's the problem with your offense? And your answer is the quarterback. What, why is your offense not as good as the other teams in the A and the NFC East? The quarterback. I mean, he ain't lying. He's not lying, but you just trounced your quarterback. Like you just lit him on fire. That's it. I mean, Carson Wentz is going to be I'm like, this is it. He throws a pick. Like he's rattled, rattled, like forget it. Like, yes, Carson Wentz gets picked off by the Bears defense. I, I, I think it would just should be higher. It should be minus one. I bet it closes at like 155. I mean, it should be is, 150 right now. I, yeah, I it's going to close that. Yes, I would bet this. This is, it's, it's going to bet. And again, I don't like, I don't, I'm not saying I'm rooting bad on people, like, but like these are the things in the bets. Like, yes, when I've been we're doing. saying it's mispriced. I mean, we're right. betting things that are mispriced. You, you, you the pick prop is a is a very popular one in the gambling space. There's always like different props. I don't know why. And if Farrah didn't point it out, I don't know if I would be as tuned into it. But there's always like one or two props, the category that becomes the catnip bet. It was Nerfy last year during baseball. Everyone was betting Nerfies like crazy. Now everyone's betting the pick prop like crazy. Not everybody, the brigade well, and the people like I, no one was are. talking about this. Yeah. You know why people were talking about this? Oh, okay. Well, Farah brought it up and give it to give it to Farah. He's the one who pointed it out and said, "Hey, we were talking about it on here. And we he started talking did about a little it. research. Yep. The prices. I've been talking about it for two years. Being this is price yep. wrong. You guys aren't. They're passing more in the NFL now than they ever have. Defenses are making plays more because of those passes. Number of passes." They're right. making interceptions. There's tip balls. Half the times it's just like tip balls. If you throw 10 more passes a game, the likelihood of an interception happening has to go up. Nobody put it in a price. It's fair. All right. So we're going to get a lot of college football going. This is a huge college football week, but it's a Wednesday. So I just want to touch on these games to highlight them. We'll touch go in depth go. later. But I want to touch run through them kind of quickly. Touch. Did you know? Penn State's plus six and a half, plus seven, depending on the book. Yes. You know, Michigan is 05 and one to the over this year. Yes. This is in the last two games for Penn State have gone under. Yes. This is an under bet, is it not? 52. Oh, you said it like it's so easy. I'm just saying it feels like it's, I mean, two teams that run the football. Yes. Two teams that are five and oh. Yes. Huge attention on this game. Yes. Both defenses are really solid. Running all clock, of, all of which are possessions are going to be limited. Yes. Big 10 football. Damn it. I mean, okay. Yes. How is this a high scoring game? Doesn't make any sense to me. How is this Mich a high scoring game? So, Michigan, here are the totals okay. for Michigan this year 60 and a half, 66 and a half, 59 yep. pushed, yep. 66, 42. That game went under Iowa. 57 and a half under Indiana, 52 yep. Penn State. Yeah. 05 and 1 to the under Michigan this year. Um, not really a juggernaut uh, schedule there when you permit them for Michigan. Yeah. Read those well, team I mean, names again. Just in terms of points. Uh, Michigan played um, the. Iowa State. Michigan is Colorado State, Hawaii, Connecticut, Maryland, Iowa, Indiana. Colorado State, who? Hawaii. Hawaii, bad, bad. Who? Connecticut. 
bad. Maybe bad, bad. Yeah, I mean, the state in general, the worst. To give you an idea of 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 the of the money lines, minus ten thousand, minus ten thousand, minus ten thousand, minus nine hundred, minus four hundred, minus two thousand. That's not that's not even an even money parlay if you roll that shit over six times. That is the that is the money. That's the money line for for Penn State. If you want the want the comparison to Penn State. Minus one seventy five, minus eight thousand, minus one thirty, minus thirty six hundred, minus four thousand. Now it's plus two twenty five. Um. Yeah, me and B. How broke this down? He finally let me talk about this on eight in the box, and we talked about the game. I think. Um. Your first thought is under. How does this game get over? Turn how it gets over? Well, turnovers always, but. You see Penn State's running backs? They can take it to the house from anywhere. Big plays. There's going to be big plays. That's the only way this thing's getting over. Yeah, Somebody takes it to the house. Big 70 Ten football. You're besmirching Big Ten football right now? Just Yeah. I mean, it's three yards in a cloud of dust. That's what you guys are known Did for. Did you see the Iowa game last week? Any of it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Of course. I, had, I was at Illinois minus three. Of course. I've pushed. <laughs> Nine, Nine six. six. Finally, Final, I pushed. Nine six, and they had m- multiple chances to cover because they threw a pick <laughs> at the one. Ridiculous! They lost Normal their. Camp. I don't know how you do it. You have to do it for your job. No, watch like that. Going like going with like with, with the eye thing that holds hold your eyes open, so you don't you have to sit there and stare at that disaster. So we'll, obviously we'll go more, but we're going to go fast. Yeah. Uh, five and zero Tennessee is catching six and a half at home against five and zero Alabama. The total though is sixty five and a half. <laughs> Yeah, this is SEC football where it means more. They ain't playing no defense in this conference. This is the best team in the country, Alabama. 65 and a half? What the hell is this total? So automatic I just, over, is it not? I just love this, okay? The third Saturday in October hasn't mattered since basically when I left Alabama. Is this the like third this? Saturday in October? Yeah. Already? So There's five Saturdays in October this year? Yeah, October 1st. October eighth, yeah. oh, October fifteenth, okay. third Saturday. One of those weird, is, weird months where you get paid like multiple yeah. times. If you they if you pay, pay, they play time. this game every year on the third Saturday of October. That's official. They they do that every year. Why do you question shit that I say? Basically, no, I no, no. More, I just I like more for the people. Than, yes. for <laughs> it the is the people that are watching the show. <laughs> You question the, I covered this team for five years. Yes. Alabama, Tennessee is the third, third Saturday, Saturday in October. It's been that way for eons. People yeah, plan weddings around this shit every year. They have since I left. Yes. Since Phil Fulmer, Alabama has literally turned over the volunteer and spanked it red. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they beat the living hell out of this team. <laughs> People get mad with the oranges. You just turned the orange red. That's not. Yes. You turn the volunteer all orange. You flip them around. You smack them until you turn them crimson red. That's what they've done. Yes, every single year. It's it's the Tom and Jerry gif where they turn turn them over, pull the pants down, and smack his ass as hard as he can for that long. That's what Alabama has done to Tennessee for twenty years. I'm telling you, these volunteers have their bags of piss ready to go. They are going to be. They they want to ruin Alabama. Wait, bags of piss? What did you say? Remember the story? This is real. 
This is real. I don't, I don't make this stuff up. Yes, I've seen this with my own eyes. Alabama, Tennessee, when this thing was real. These fans absolutely flip and hate each other. Bags of piss. Oh. Hate, hate. Big time on this game. I can't freaking wait to watch this game. I'm in love. Tennessee's at home. Well, home dog. FanDuel now is plus seven, by the way. It was six and a half at some books. It's seven now at FanDuel. So money's coming in on Alabama. I mean, Crimson Tide fans. That's the bottom. You want to talk about the bottom? That's the bottom. They're not going. Half. It's, yeah, because it's seven and a half everywhere. The yeah. books are good, good needing Bama. If this turns into a public dog, they're fine. I mean, you mean the fine needing Alabama or needing Tennessee? Yeah, listen, you could go probably count on one hand the number of times that the books need Alabama. They're not the going to need Bama. Five. They're not going to need Bama this game. Bryce Young didn't play last week for the for this game. That's why he didn't play. He could have played last week. He didn't because they wanted him ready for this game. That's the reason why. What it tells me is that Nick Saban knows this volunteer team is for real, and his secondary sucks. This game's going over. Yeah, your book. <laughs> the guys are listening to the show again. Sixty-six right now. This game's going over. Jesus just went to sixty-six while we were talking. Right yeah. now, this game just happened to go to sixty-six. The guys that bet online just went to sixty-six and a half. Telling you, game is going over. You guys down there, if you're down there, they bet online. <laughs> just shout me out. You know how to get a hold of me. Watching the show. Thank you. But more on that, I would do as the week progresses. TCU and Okie State is the other five and zero versus five and zero matchup. This total. Before you move 60. on, let me just throw this out there. Jay Dalbets just tr- jumped in there and said, "If you like Tennessee, but their QB now to win the Heisman, it's a good bet." No, no. What this puts hurt. him right in the mix? No. You get. You get to hurt. I, I hate. I don't like betting. I don't like this. I don't like betting Heisman. They get hurt too often. It's not going to be Bryce Young. Okay. So yeah, well, this is this is. I mean, you're getting. I don't even know who the Tennessee quarterback's name. is. right? What's his odds? I mean, you you get you want to get a good CLV number. You want to get. He's right, J. Dow. You're oh, sorry, Hendon Hooker. Hooker, sorry, not here. Hooker, Hooker. Uh, Hendon Hooker, fourteen to one at the moment. Caleb Williams is nine to one. C.J. Stroud is minus one forty. Bryce Young's out because of the injuries. He's Chef Benny just said he's down to six to one where he's looking. Six to one. And you said he's what? Hooker's 14? At Fandle is 14 to one. Six to one? You're not beating CJ Stroud. I'm sorry. You're not. CJ Stroud's going to put up monster numbers. Ohio State's going to run the table. They beat Michigan. He wins the Heisman. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't like the bet. Good point. How's it? Don't like it. Even if even if even if Hooker wins and beats Alabama, what if like what it. if Stroud gets hurt? Okay, that's what I, I don't like the whole market to begin with. I don't like the market at all. I don't bet Heisman. I don't bet the Heisman. I don't like it. I don't like the market. But if I was betting it, if I had to bet it, I don't like Hooker to win it. Uh, even if he beats Bama, I don't like Hooker to win it. C.J. Stroud's going to win it. Him and Bryce Young have had a competition forever. They they came in together. They're going out together. They're going to be drafting one two. Last year, Bryce Young. This year, it's going to be C.J. Stroud. I think it's already predetermined. Michigan beats Ohio State. If, if Ohio State beats Michigan, CJ Stroud's winning the Hosman. What if Ohio State loses to Penn State? They're not. Don't tell me that shit today. I don't want to hear. Right, but they're not. But even even if they do, I, I, I said that I think CJ Stroud is going to win the Hosman. I really do. His numbers are gaudy already. They are. 
Oh, so I wouldn't bet it. I don't like betting the Heisman, but if I was betting, I would not bet against CJ Stroud to win the Heisman. I think it's kind of predetermined. What's your um, game? 5-0 TCU, 5-0 Okie State. 68 and a half is the total. <laughs> Big 12 football is finest. 68. I would like a half. shot. He's taking a shot at Big 12 football. Too. Well, they don't play defense. They haven't played defense in forever. I mean, that's just no. They did defense. last year. Oklahoma State. Dis- yes, they, I mean, did. they had, they had State, men. Not this year, but not this year. Okie State's defense is not like last year. Is TCU good? Like, are they yes. good? Good? Are they for yes. real? Really? Yes. Yeah. Offensively, not defensively. Yeah. Offensively. Yeah. They can put up 50 on anybody. Can they be uh, the other team in the playoff? Yes, this was, if you want to talk about gambling Twitter's who wins the Big 12 bet, this was it. TCU to win the Big 12 was everyone, because everyone was talking Oklahoma and everyone's, and people who know college football, people I respect, I said, what the, are they thinking about with Oklahoma? I, 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 I coming in, we had the argument earlier, the bet with Sonny. I was like, Oklahoma's not a top 10 team. And somehow the writers put them nine. They're not, they're not a good team. TCU. Yeah, the summer. Different story. I was like, I was all over Oklahoma going like, this is a bad bet, guys. Don't bet Oklahoma to win this, to win this. Don't. But Texas is is live. TCU yeah. is live. Yeah. To win this thing. Big you game like for TCU. You like TCU in the game? Yes. This is, this is the, the industry term for the gambling media is this, this is a track meet. There's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. I don't think this is over or nothing. This is is over or nothing. Like this is, I want to with the ball last wins, right? Could be 40, 44, 41 type of craziness. Yeah. This is flies over fun game. Real fun game. 69 already in a couple places too. Damn. NC state Syracuse five and one NC state after the win against Florida state didn't cover on my bet. Unfortunately they could have, but they didn't because their coach is a chicken bleep to kick a damn field goal when he should have. Whoa. Ridiculous punting on a plus 35 yard line, kick the damn field goal. Oh, go, go up by five. Afraid to block it. So afraid to get it blocked. So he pinned Florida state down and won by two. So win by five and covering the three and a half <laughs> five and oh Syracuse. Maybe this was a prize of the season though. Right. Syracuse. Woof. Their team total was four and a half, by the way. Preseason. Nobody five, knows five weeks. Nobody knows shit. Even the guys making the numbers sometimes. Um, What's your first thought here? Dog. Why? Leary's out. Well, Leary's out, though. So that's a problem. He's backup quarterback for NC State. NC State would be favored if it wasn't for Leary. Is this backup quarterback's first start of the season? A start? Yeah, but he played most of the second half last week for NC State against Florida State. Didn't look bad. Syracuse has been a favorite, what, once or twice in this five games? I think they were dogs. Let me see. Dog, dog. They've been dogs a lot. I can't remember. I'm. That's why I'm coming to the year. Everyone thought they were going to stink, so they've been they've been catching points like crazy. Now they're favored at home. Um, Where is the Syracuse game? Thank you, Tyler. Tyler just dropped in there and said, "Somebody go hit the like button, please." There's a lot of people watching right now. We almost have a hundred people watching us live right now. Syracuse this year, Syracuse had their plus five and a half. They laid 23 and a half to Connecticut, right. laid that one and a half to Purdue. Oh, they, they closed a the favorite that game. Okay, go yeah. ahead. They laid nine and a half 
against Virginia. Okay, those are the two I remember being favorites. And they laid 54 against Wagner. Wagner? I didn't even know they played Wagner. <laughs> they won 59. Wagner? They covered a 54-point spread. What was the final of that game? 59 nothing. Is that the one they stopped playing the full quarter? So, so yeah. They, yes. They had to run, yep. keep a running clock yep. like the little yeah. kids do and stuff when we're here. They're coming off a bye week, too. Syracuse is. So laying three and a half for Syracuse. I, I that seems like what are we doing? What <laughs> are we doing? higher or lower? No, you can't make it higher because people are going to bet NC State anyway. Yeah. At some point, does the shoe just drop on Syracuse, or do they keep winning football games? I mean, they've got a great running back, you know, but they are forty and two and a half is the total. Yep, thirty. As I was say that the this three is and two an to the ugly under. football game. Three the, the the thirty-two the three and two to the to the under so far, but this number is way lower than any number they've had this year. Forty-nine and a half was the previous under, and they went uh, over with forty-eight themselves against UConn. But forty-two and a half, seven points less than their lowest previous total, which is forty-nine and a half. They've had sixty-two and a half, fifty-three and a half, fifty-nine and a half. 55 and a half. Oh, jeez. That's this. This feels like a Syracuse and under bet to me. Just okay. I got to, I got to do a little deeper. Dive. Yeah, we'll we'll do, it's fine. It's Wednesday. We're just, we're just yeah, checking these out because it's going to be a huge college football damn college football weekend. Six, six and oh, USC plus three and a half at four and two Utah. Can't wait to watch this one. Boy, does the Pac 12 want USC to win this football game? Oh boy, they are they the Trojans. They are Caleb Williams Heisman Trophy. Can everything is riding on this game? This is a big game for the Trojans. Why are they dogs? Because Utah is a home wounded animal. So many times this happens. I mean, Utah was the pick to be in the playoffs. They were a top ten preseason team. They might go four and three in their first seven games. I mean, they, they played a good UCLA team last week. It was a hell of a this football was, game. This was supposed to be the game of the year in the Pac-12. This is we, we did their schedule. Utah-USC. This was the circle game. This was well, the game. This was, I mean, if Utah would have beaten Florida and that right. toss-up six game, and then, six and I mean, right. they, they lost UCLA. Yeah, it would be undefeated, undefeated. Um, and they would be there in Utah. It would be in Salt Lake City. Would they? Yeah. Where are they this up? week? Game day is Tennessee, in right? Tennessee for Alabama. Yeah. yeah. My my friend's daughter is doing a thing for game day. She's an she's a Bama Bama Rat. Mm. A whole big whole big presentation for this game from, from Oh, Tennessee. good. Um the band, the band, the big Al band. She's doing something. He just said, watch my daughter on you uh, on game day on Saturday. I said, Oh, all right. So your first thought when you see this number? Utah. Why? Because I think I can't see Utah opening up four and three. Tough place to play. USC is not that good. They're good. They're not that good. You'll hear gambling Twitter talk about their turnover margin and it has to flip and it has to this and it has to that. They've gotten every break possible. USC. I mean, they're still Mm -hmm. undefeated. They've earned their six and oh, but you want to talk about a situation that I don't know what the word is I want to use, but 
I'm not saying they're overrated, but, but they're over. Yeah, the, the things have gone their way. Luck will stop. The luck, the, the luck flip, thing, the luck like in stop. hockey, we we call it puck luck. Like yeah. that, that factor, it runs out. It's set up to run out Saturday. You're supposed yeah. to take Utah in this game, right? People that don't know will come to the counter for years. This happened. How is USC getting points? Give me them on the money line. They're, that's wrong. You people don't know anything. Okay. Just be careful. We'll, we'll, we'll get closer to game time. We'll know. One more quick one before yep. we let yep. Sports Grid go. Yep. Baylor, minus three and a half against West Virginia. It's right. tomorrow night. Right. Uh, Brad is busy today. I wanted to have him come on the show just to talk about this game. We went back and forth on it. I don't know what to make of this. Um, Number matters to me. Does it? This this is a game you think could fall three? The Hulk matters to me, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I think West Virginia at home. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I probably think the under. That, well, that was, my, that was my next question. Yeah. What about the, the total? Play. You like under? under? Yeah. Yikes. Short week. I don't think I think West Virginia is going to struggle to score. I'd actually lay the road favorite, which I really, really never do. Like, I yeah, I mean, like fifty-four and a half. Okay, you got Baylor, whose defense is phenomenal. I love Dave Aranda. I've I've bet against West Virginia on the road, and it burned me. Now they're at home. I mean, I I haven't had I I was on West Virginia. Uh, was I on Pitt or was I on West Virginia? I I was on the right side of that game. I just can't remember which side I was on. West Virginia plus the points. We're on West Virginia plus the points. Yeah, because that's what it took. Yeah, so I'm one and one betting West. So, so I bet on West Virginia yeah. against Pittsburgh. I get yeah. bet against them against Virginia Tech. Yeah, B. Howe came on and we talked about yeah. it. It was, it was West Virginia I, plus the points. I'm leaning. I would. I think Baylor's the side, but I think if you like Baylor, I think you like the under. Uh, that's that actually, yeah. And again, that's not correlated, but yes. That's it's not correlated, but it's Baylor's defense is how they win the game. They keep West Virginia down. Maybe not as well. Not they're, yet. Oh, West Virginia, the Mountaineer defense. Their front four is pretty good. They they got some good some dudes on the front line, on the defensive line. Yeah, but they can't oh. cover anybody. That's true. But that's not but Baylor's, Baylor's offense. Is they bad. The bad. Kaka. Yeah, they run, they run it's the ball. Kaka. Yeah. So, so under and Baylor. I like the way you're so, thinking there. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Is that a better book it yet or no? No, 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 not yet. Tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow's better book okay. it. Okay. All right. For that. Uh, Sports Grid, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. If we're live on Twitter and YouTube with you right now, we're continuing audio as well. Continuing. We'll talk to you tomorrow for BVB. Yes. Time for the audio, the Omaha Steaks Searing Hot Take of the Day. I saw Omaha Steaks on the floor of G2E yesterday making steaks. Went over and said hi. It's like, what are you guys really? doing? Yeah. Omaha Steaks has a booth. They're cooking meat at G2E. I was like, I knew you guys like gamblers. I did not see that. Oh, yeah. Oh. When you go, go over to the sport radar booth, and then you can, it's right across from sports radar. Oh, that's the, that was the thing this year for G2E booths serving food. Did you yeah, see how many booths are serving food? It's ridiculous. I saw, I counted five hot dogs, tacos. Meat. The whole I thing guess. is that's quite that because well, you want people to hang out yeah. by your booth. Yeah. So how do you make them hang out? 
give them free food. I mean, this is the radio. This is Radio 101. Free T-shirts and free food. People flock. Doesn't matter if it's good food or not. They flock to it. It's so easy. Like even (laughs) to herd kids, like you just give them free food. And they dig it. Adults. Omaha Steaks BVB is the code at checkout to save 30 bucks on your entire order right now at BVB. Check out at omahasteaks.com. BVB. What is going on with pickleball? Uh, is this well, going to be a thing? Now people, now you want to talk. I've been telling you about this pickleball thing. You're like, ah, pickleball. This old man is that. Pickleball. Man, I mean, are we really doing this? Are we really going to, pickleball really going to be a thing? Tom Brady is now investing in this pickleball team thing. Yeah. Kim Kleischer. Announcing today, they're part of the expansion to be an ownership group of the Major League Pickleball. Must be Major nice League to be a rich pickleball. person and need places to put your money. <laughs> Can you imagine? I want to hear the pitch. We're doing so a here's, Here are the people who have invested in this. Tom Brady, Kim Kleitcher, LeBron James, Draymond Green, Kevin Love, Drew Brees, James Blake. Are all, these are who are investing in pickleball. The yeah. league was founded last Rich year. Rich people with more money than they know what to do with, and an agent that probably all knows the same people, and said, "Yeah, we're doing a pickleball thing. Give us the money. All right, we'll get a hundred grand from each of them. Oh, we'll get a million from each of them. Whatever they said, sure." And there's, there's trusted advisors teams. giving people money. <laughs> there's twelve teams currently. It'll expand to sixteen. Oh, as well as double the events to six. Oh, it's called the MLP uh-huh. prize money expected to surpass $2 million next year. The 2022 MLP season will conclude this weekend in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I have to ask what the hell is going on? Get some eyes on that. This is, is this really going to be a Listen, thing? I told you I got a text last week from tennis pro Keith who worked in a book with me for years and he's over at the Darlington. Um, he said the pickleball people were here. They set up an event. He said, it's unbelievable. You have to come over. I couldn't get over there. I'm going to go. We're going to, we're going to have, we'll be pickleball experts. We'll be doing what we're going to do. Lines is make on lines. Pickleball? Yeah. I'm sorry, betting pickleball. Yeah. Probably as much success doing that as a new. We're going to be the numbers providers. <laughs> the hell with betting it. We're going to provide the numbers. You're going to have to buy it from us. We're a sports radar. Okay. Pickleball sports radar. <laughs> no, pickle. No, sport radar is going to make pickleball numbers. Me and you make be- better pickleball numbers. Fuck them. Great. We'll move Enjoy the it. damn number two. <laughs> Enjoy it. Uh, props.com story of the day actually isn't a story as much as it's something to point out what we are doing right now. If you are in with this for the NBA season as well, which I think it's going to be even a bigger deal for the NBA season. But right now, go to props.com on the front page. We have a laundry list of NHL player props available right now, including the streak the players have had to go over or under the number it's currently set at, plus the expected ROI from that bet, the percentage of it actually hitting as well. It's a very cool thing on props.com right now to go that we are using the AI technology to build a cheat sheet, as you've heard before, Yes. But it tells you also the streak in which how many times this has hit in a row under or over the current number that's being set for the prop. For NBA basketball, I'm going to be in love with this. For NHL, if you do bet NHL props, the shots on goal prop is still right there and amazingly 
underpriced and mispriced left and right. This does help you identify different prop bets that you might want to make. Mm. It's pretty neat. The neat little trick. Am I supposed to say something? No. Just, I'm right. just letting everyone know. <laughs> <laughs> You're just staring at me. This won't let everyone know. No, no, no. What, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I, you I, haven't I was, seen it. I can tell you haven't seen it. You know what I'm talking about. I haven't seen it. it. No, I it's didn't pre, know it's pretty cool. about it. I was worried about it. It's a cool a other things than yeah. the damn so prop. Check it out. If you are betting on NHL player props, definitely go and check it out because it's something that Spencer and the, and the crew have been working really hard on to get going. So today they unveiled it. It'll be awesome for the NBA. I'm I'm gonna be all in it, all over it on the NBA. I don't bet too many player props for Give NHL. Give me an example but. of what it's gonna say. Like he's gone over his shots on goal prop three times in a row. We're on a streak of three. Like no, it's more than that. But like, for, yeah. So like, if you were looking at, if you go to it right now, um, it's it's NHL player props. Like what they think is right now, like uh, William Nylander shots on goal uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh. Is the projection is two point eight five? The line is two point five. Okay, so thirteen percent differential right there on unexpected. Oh, okay. it's expected. Patrice Bergeron shots on goal today three point eight. Projected line is three point five. Three and a half. Yeah. Patrice Bergeron shots on goal has gone over nine straight times. Three and a half has gone over nine straight times. Um, I like you know, that. Just That's good. Islander. Has gone over seven of his last eight. Has gone over two and a half shots on goal. Right. David Posternock has gone over seven of eight, over three and a half shots on goal. Vetchkin assists has gone over a half an assist in five of his last six games. Now these are all last. See now this numbers. is going to make this is going to make betting uh, on this stuff uh, ideally more successful for you, but it's also going to make it more boring for you because you're going to bet the same thing over and over and over and over. Every time per Patrice Bergeron plays, you just bet his shots on goal over. And that's boring for content, but that's great for betting. Well, unless they move the number. They don't move the number. They just move the juice. Never. They'll never move. They'll never mind. Three and a half shots will be the number every single time for Bergeron. They'll never go to four. It's automated. Procedure's automated. If it's that close to the average, what is your other option? They will not use a whole number. They will not use four. So they either go three and a half with juice over or four and a half with juice under. The edge is too much to go to four and a half. So no, they will not move the damn number. It's crazy. Hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just how the process works. I'm not saying it's right, okay. but I'm just saying that's that's how the process works. It's silly. So if you do bet player props for basketball, I'll be watching for it. But if you bet player props for hockey, definitely go check out props.com front page story right now for this. It'll be up every day for the NHL season. I cannot wait to follow it, track it, and see if we can uncover some cool streaks. But if you have the shots on goal prop, I do like them a lot. That's that's my favorite. If you're going to bet NHL props, that's nothing has to happen except the puck going to the net. <laughs> that's it. Not in, not out. doesn't matter. Just get the puck on the net to be an official shot. And it counts in four shots for Patrice Bergeron, given the fact that right now for the Bruins, no Brad Marchand, no Matt Grizzlick, and no uh and no coil, right? Uh so they got three major defense, three major players out for the Bruins tonight. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be the Patrice Bergeron show for them for a bit. The prop bet of the day from props.com. You Darvish over five and a half K's is plus money, Dave. Plus 125 right now on this. We are projecting Darvish Ooh. to have 6.2 Ks tonight. Darvish has gone six or more in nine of 10 games overall, averaging 6.9 Ks per. 
six of the last seven on the road. Darvish has faced the Dodgers four times. Three of the four have gone over nine, five, 10, and seven. Darvish has averaged 6.5 innings pitched this year, including 24 straight games with at least six innings pitched. Yeah. It seems a little mispriced, is it not? With the no. five and a half? No. no because Dodgers don't Dodgers don't strike out. No. It's 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 also an innings pitched prop as well, right? Okay. How many innings is he gonna pitch? So I get why it's priced like this. It looks nice to bet that over. But no. No, I think I would bet over. I think I would take the plus. I'm good with this. Okay. I like the Padres. I I think I think they win today. Yeah. I think they win today. Even it up. Yeah. Darvish looks different to me right now. Darvish looked so good and so. I like uh, the fact. Don't you think they let, if he's hot, don't you think they let him go? Oh, you got to win game two. Like, you let him go. If he, if he goes nine, he goes nine. Like, you just let him go. I think they're going to have to pry him off of that mound. Okay, good. That's, that's, that's why I like the over two on this, if that yeah. for a reason. I don't yeah. think he's going anywhere. And yesterday, our prop flew over for the strikeout prop we bet yesterday that we were right to say was mispriced. I can't even remember what it was. It's three and a half for Logan Gilbert. Oh, yeah. What he ended with? Last time I checked, it was five. I just stopped paying oh, attention okay. to him. Once, nice. once I got to five, I stopped paying attention. I'm not sure what he ended up with, but it was just like I think he had five through four innings. So oh, I'm just curious myself what what that was because sometimes you see these things and you go, okay, uh, I need to know. Well, I need to know stats. Uh, he had. He finished with five. Okay. So that's, I, I stopped watching. Once you get to five, I stopped. Finish so. with five. Oh, but he got there. He got there easily. He got three and a half. Right. Flew over. Right. Uh, time for better to book it. I'm going back to these totals in hockey today, Dave. You I are. Got even, I got even money on this. Look at you. Ruins, capitals, under six goals and even money today. Bruins. No Charlie McAvoy, no Brad Marchand, no uh, Matt Grayslick, new under head what? coach, under six. Even money. Nothing's happened. Nobody's betting hockey. This is great. Why not? I think bet it. It, it could push. I like whole numbers, I like five, six, seven. We could land with it could be a three two game and then an open net four two, very possible, or it could be a four one. Capitals are favored here. I, I don't know what it, I mean. People like the Bruins at the plus money, but I can't back it at the moment because I don't know what exactly Jim. Yeah, I'm picking sides right now. Yeah. Picking sides in hockey's yeah. tough. Although I went two and zero last night. Well, I had Rangers. I had Rangers Knights last night. So yeah, I, I mean, I but you didn't play. lay much juice. I mean, like I didn't bet it. No, 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 I didn't bet it. I, I just picked it. I just said if you want a side, I just gave it out. I said if you want a side, I think the Rangers win. I think Vegas wins. And they both won. I didn't bet it. I just bet the. I bet the totals last night. Yeah, I'd much rather bet the totals right now. Picking the sides is tough. I don't think the Bruins score very much. I think offensively they're going to be limited. And I think I think you've got. I mean, obviously there's question marks with the Capitals defensively, but Capitals were really good to the over last year. It's game one. I think the Bruins are going to take the air out, if it was an air puck, but I think the air out of the game, slow it down big time. I think Montgomery is going to play old school Bruins hockey. 
tight okay. games. I'll take your word for it. I'm already just looking at the numbers. I mean, it's, it's not even going to move. So people can bet this under. <laughs> right. Even money is good. Is it still even or is it minus 105? Yeah. Plus no, it's the same. Okay. It's the same. It's just, it's just Boston and the Washington hockey game is probably not on a lot of people's radar, which is <laughs> fun for us. So if this content space gets a hold of this one and starts giving it out, I'm just going to be, I just want them to know. I know. Remember, remember Darcy Kemper is a new goaltender for the Washington Capitals. Darcy Kemper. Yeah. Stanley cup winning champion Darcy Kemper. Yep. Who could be a disaster at times, but I think the Bruins <laughs> offense is not good enough. So I, I get it. Kemper can be in, be in, be in people like, Whoa, Darcy Kemper can be bad. Yeah, he can, but he also can be pretty decent. He, he in a new team, first game for him expected to be on. And then Swayman for the Bruins has been pretty good. So you're talking two goaltenders with their goals against averages are like two, seven, two, eight. So I'm a little nervous now about this. No, you are nervous about Darcy Kipper. I'm not. The Bruins don't have the firepower. Okay. When the Bruins are back, when the Bruins are healthy, I'll give it to you. But, you know, okay. they don't have, they're missing three big weapons. Marshawn being, I mean, Brad Marshawn being out for the first month of the year is pretty big for the Bruins. Oh, Marshawn's out? Yeah, for a month. Oh, shit. Like McAvoy's this. out. Marshawn's oh, out. Oh, Marshawn's out too. Yes. And oh, Greslick's out. Matt Greslick's out. So they have three players for them. I mean, unless they get multiple power play goals in a game. And Bergeron goes, yeah, Bergeron goes like a hat trick. Yeah, I mean, that's it's going to be tough. Oh, so I like it now. Okay. Uh, Marshall, Louisiana tonight. Oh, my. I mean, seriously, this game is unbelievable. You got to even watch this game. You're really going <laughs> to watch, watch this game? Of course. Fun belt football, baby. Huntington, West Virginia. You, you and Behow didn't talk about this game? No. This is, this Skip. Backyard. No. Skip. All right. So, number's 10 and a half. I lean the dog on this one, okay? If I was going to bet this on a side, I'll lean the dog. Yeah. Lafayette is, well, they're not the team that was under Billy Napier. That's for sure. No. They're two and three to the over. This is the lowest total of the year. It's now four down to 46 in most books. I got it at 47 last night. 61 went under in week one, 51 and 47 in the last two went, went under. They've lost three games in a row and they're up against a team in Marshall that yes, they beat Notre Dame and everyone's like, Ooh, Notre Dame, but they've got some question marks right now at the quarterback position injuries to talk about, but they've gone under in four or five games. This is the lowest total again for them at 46, but they played Notre Dame at 48. That game also went under mm -hmm. the win that they had 26, 21. Mm -hmm. I think Marshall wins number opened up at seven steamed up to seven and a half to 10 and a half. I think it's too many points to lay here, but I think it could be a 20 to 10 final. And we go under the boys in the chat. Like this play J Dow oh. bets says this is 24, 13 type game. Love under. Yep. Um, I'll book it because I don't have a clue. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even. Really, I, I just saw. I saw it on the rundown when you said. I'm like, it's a football game today. It's Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I didn't know what day it was at the beginning of the show. Like, what the hell? Sure. I mean, I was out till two o'clock in the morning too. That Ooh. doesn't help knowing what day it is. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. Good luck with this. Favorite thing about today is what? Um. So. One, the fun of meeting people again in person and seeing people that are in town for the first time since last year at this time. This is everybody's one trip out 
for a lot of people to come to Vegas. So, you know, we're talking to Jason and, and yet last night at the thing, and this guy comes up and starts talking to me. And um, he says, I really want to thank you for what you do. I follow you on Twitter. And this space is such a convoluted shit mess of negative people. Sure. He said, I don't know how you do it, man. I don't know how you stay positive, but it's fun to follow you and see you in a different thing. I'll just catch something. And I just wanted to come over. My name's Alex. And I just wanted to come over and introduce myself. And I was like, thanks, man. That's really cool. So like that was one interaction that I had. The other one was with a guy who's working down South. We'll just say that right now. Um, and that means he's in an offshore sports book working. That's what that means. So when yeah. you hear guys working down South, that's what that means. It doesn't mean Alabama. Means doesn't mean South. Alabama. That's further, the deep South. That boy's working in the deep South. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we start talking and he says something. And I did it yesterday to somebody. I got him good. In addition to this conversation, a guy said something and he said a word. And I said, hey, man, are you from Pittsburgh? And he's like, um, yeah. How'd you know that? I'm like, well, I'm from Pittsburgh, but I hear it in your voice. You said a word and I knew you were... He was like, oh, it's crazy. He's like, I, I didn't know even what I said. I don't know what you said either, but I heard it. So I heard this guy say a word, and I'm like, well, I was at ABC Islands. That's where I started. I said I was at ABC Islands in 1997. And he goes, I was at ABC Islands in 1997. And I'm looking, and I'm like, were you in Curacao or were you in Costa Rica? He's like, no, I was in Costa Rica. <laughs> he starts talking, and I'm like, I have a deja vu moment because I was in 1997 is that's 25 years ago. Right. And I went home in 98 because I didn't go to Costa Rica. I have the, the, the division of the operation ultimately ended up in Costa Rica. And I'm like, what's your name? And he said, we'll use J, JB. That's what. We'll, and I'm like, I was Curacao Dave. And he's like, oh, really? And I heard it when he said it. And I'm like, I think we've talked on the phone. <laughs> I think we were, I think we were communicating, you know, because we had to know what the number was here versus the number there and all this other stuff. I ran into a guy last night who started his career at 18 years old. He was 18 and now in Costa Rica. And now he's the he CEO. He runs the whole thing. He's the CEO of the company. It's unbelievable. It's a great story. And I mean, we 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 visited and and, and we started chatting and he started saying names. It's a good people. chapter for your book. I can't believe well, I mean, I said and I was with Alf. Alf was in the middle, mouth agape, going, I cannot believe this. I know both of you. And now the two of you knew each other via phone only, never met. It was like, it was so bizarre, but we were talking about the same people, the same people that owned it and all this other stuff. And he's like, hey, man, anytime you want, come down, show you around, show you the whole operation, show you everything. I've, I've wanted to go to Costa Rica for a long time. We're going BVB live from Costa Rica could be fun. We're going. 
I'm telling you now. I mean, you I mean, you already you you know you're back in the mix. You're back in you know road training and hitting a bag and you know, all that other stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I gotta. How am I gonna tell Mrs. Kinsey? She's gonna be like, you are going where? <laughs> you're going to do what? With who? who? <laughs> With him? Really? Again? What? Oh, we'll see. This is. I don't. I don't know how that's gonna go over. Yeah, we'll see. We'll play with it. Um, real quick, BetMGM's reporting that they have moved Alabama to seven and a half now because they have six percent of the money right now on Alabama. Six. So, yep. It's only Wednesday, but six percent of the money. Six percent. Oh my God, John John Ewing is reporting that. So thanks, John. There's probably ten bets on the game right now. That think that's it, really? Yeah, everyone everyone's waiting on Bryce Young's status. No. We can't bet it. Ninety percent of the bets on right. No, I know, but sharp sure money would, in on right, the game would, day. Right, but sharp money would bet it now, and no, but I think sharp money is holding off until they see what happens with Bryce Young. They're not betting anything right now on that game. Oh, even without Bryce Young's status, no one's betting anything. They, they, they're betting they, the line moved. I mean, if if you're moving, they, they might up, be they might be they might be trying to push that thing up to take Tennessee. Yeah, well, it crossed over seven now, so there you go. And the books are being like, like right now, the books are. It's very interesting because I'm telling you, the books could need Alabama. Well, they do right now, and they moved it up. They need Bama, and they moved it towards Bama. So it happens like Haley's comment. Like, what do you need Alabama? It's a reverse line movement. If you want to use their own little link, all the money's in Tennessee, but the line's going towards Alabama. Did you just drop a reverse line? <laughs> it's what it is. You know how many panels and shit I had to listen to yesterday? People talking about that shit. Reverse oh line. Movement. It's great. Uh, my favorite thing about today is a numbers thing. So I, I love number 14. So when I got my first iPhone, I got iPhone two. That's what I got. I didn't get the first one. I got the second one. I always wondered, am I going to still have an iPhone when they have an iPhone 14? 14. My iPhone 14 arrives in 20 minutes. Today. today i have an iphone 14 i don't know if I, I i made the joke before that when i got the iphone 14 will be the last phone i ever have the rest of my life not don't true <laughs> not true but it's going to be not i'm true. not i'm not giving up this phone for a long time and i may I just keep mine. it and use it i have an iphone 11 it's perfect i've never had any problems with it until yeah. they announced the iphone 14 <laughs> and now i have problems with my calls yeah. at my house which is very awkward and very strange. But so this, I was like, all right. This new phone is not going to fix that problem. You know that. Yes, it will. No, it will not. Oh, it's yes, not it will. Fix it. Phone calls at the house. No. It's all, it's all on Wi-Fi calling. It was, it's all the phone not being able to handle it. So the Wi-Fi at the house is shady. That's no, the it problem. My wife, if my Wi-Fi was at the house was shady, my connection right now would be shady. My connection is never shady. It's been good lately. The, since, since I have the highest, I pay for the highest. You can't get any fast, faster speeds than I have in the house here. Yeah, you, your just stuff's been good. So I mean, it's been so. It's I figured it's out what was running on mine. By the way, uh, when I had the little hiccup, uh, was it oh, Monday? Yeah, I had something running behind my stuff that I yeah uh, wasn't because I was on some site, but some I had to do something for this G two E. Oh, and okay. register and something and. Got some spyware. They, they got me something. Yeah, they got me doing something. 
Interesting. So, so, so I get that phone now and I get to go play around with it before I go teach my class at UNLV. So that's my favorite thing about today. So I get nice. an inanimate object that actually wasn't that expensive because I'm turning in my perfectly fine iPhone 11. So <laughs> Madeline's very mad. She wanted that. She wanted my iPhone 11. I'm like, you're eight. You're never getting a phone dream on not happening. <laughs> Kids eight. thinks she deserves a phone. 10, 13. Wrong. 13 for me. It's going to be 10. I'm buying her an iPad that has Wi-Fi connection and, and cell phone connection. I'll bet That's 10. <laughs> She's getting that for Christmas. She's getting an iPad that you can make phone calls on. So it's kind of like a phone, but it's not. Difficult. For now. For now. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow for a Thursday NFL football, Thursday night football version of BBB.